0: The following podcast gimmick has been paid for by look at the adjective.
1: Whoa! Huh! What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Hello, welcome to Look at the Adjective. We are here to podcast. Always have been, always will be, guys. And I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I am the big mung, John Mack, and I'm joined as always by the medium-sized mung, the bad guy, Chico. Me, Mark Crowver. How are you did, Luke?
0: Nah, I'm good, mate. I'm fresh off a bit, of, a bit of FIFA. The new FIFA's out this week, so uh, it's good to have a little break from that and we'll talk some wrestling.
1: Is it any good? Because I, I've, I've pre-ordered mine, so I'm, I'm waiting on that. I don't do uh, early access because I'm not a technological <laughs> fucking
0: savant like you. Well, it's all right. I mean, um, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I haven't really touched on any of the things that you like to play on it yet, so uh, I'm sure you'll be a judge of it yourself. I'll have to find some classics from the Belgian League again.
1: <laughs> I think I've seen that that uh, Ted Lasso fucking teams on it. as like some weird thing in it. What's that all about? fuck knows <laughs> no idea what that's all about <laughs> shocking 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 i'm all right by the way
0: yeah, yeah sorry I forgot to ask then didn't i
1: <laughs> Get, getting over the uh, effects of covid while while Good. still working what a kick in the dick that was
0: 2022 britain for you
1: <laughs> well yeah that's just britain <laughs> but as always it will be a sunday when this comes out because it's sunday's pay-per-view day as always we like to take you on a pay-per-view-sized cressin of the week. Have you got
0: one for us this week, Mark? I do indeed. It was it was quite light after a bit of a extensive one last last week or two. This guy is is completely unknown to me, but he's possibly the most stupid man I've ever seen in in my entire life attend a wrestling show. Are you bringing the stars out again? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Big, so big names at some kind of. Indie rific show. This this clip's gone viral. Pretty, well, I say viral. It's gone all over sort of wrestling Twitter and all that. Some blokes popping off at some Samoans from in the front row of the crowd. I think they were from the Gorillas, of, uh, the Samoan dynasty. I think they're sort of working the independence and stuff. It's not a goose kid, is it? It could be. I think they're. I think they It's Rikishi's involved with it and stuff. He's like a, a little faction he's put together on the indies and stuff. A bit I, could, I could be wrong. I d- I'm not sure. I, I think it said on this, on the guy's tight Samoan dynasty. So I think it's them. So this guy's balving off to the Samoan bloke. And if you know anything about the Samoans, you're in trouble. So he's pick, he's he's cracking off to him. He comes, he comes, he comes through the guardrail. He's like trying to square up to this big fucker and he gets absolutely clocked with a big right hand. Seriously, gets absolutely nailed. I mean, you've got to be the biggest moron, cretin, idiot in on planet Earth to swear <laughs> up to a, a Samoan wrestler. Because um, you you're going to get ploughed, I'm afraid. <laughs> you're going to get absolutely nailed. He's lucky he only got away with a right hand, to be fair. It could have been worse. If you haven't seen the clip, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I have seen the clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's 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 Moronity of the of the highest order. It's it's top tier
1: burkishness isn't it? It's just <laughs> fucking hell, fucking hell, man.
0: You just don't do that, do you? No, you don't do you, you shouldn't do it with any wrestling show. But never mind, fucking fucking these hard bastards. They they don't fuck about. They don't fuck about no. these. Lads. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> so whoever oh. whoever you are, miscellaneous guy, you're probably in a hospital bed right now, recovering still. But you uh you definitely earned the, the my nomination for credit of the week for that because that was just idiocy of highest order. Jaw wired up. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Drinking through a
1: fucking straw for the next whatever, eating through a straw, probably. <laughs> I had I had a small one which just tickled me just because it just shows the level of the just crettiness. So remember that Luigi Primo? Yes. The pizza dick. <laughs> who, 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 flip, who spins pizzas anyway? So turns out he's a huge anti vaxxer,
0: is he? Oh,
1: dear, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, turns out that turns out you know, just like most you know, the cool kids from AEW turn out to be either right wing Christian crackpot lunatic, fucking <laughs> you know, anti abortion, anti vax, anti everything. I just thought that was just a nice little. Little soup, son of uh, information, to just throw out there because you know the guy's clearly a bellend. Tony Khan <laughs> uh, booked him <laughs> yeah, exactly. But my credit of the week is a young man from the quote-unquote wrestling media. It's definitely not Meltzer because I said young man. It's uh, Mr. Sean Ross Sap from Fightful.com or whatever it is it. Fightful Select
0: or something,
1: yeah. Fightful Select, right. So um this man has gone deep into the uh, rabbit hole, pardon the pun, and turned into Mr. Fucking... He's turned into like David Icke, Alex Jones, but of wrestling, <laughs> like the conspiracy theories, theories that he's coming out with and all this shit about the, this, some white rabbit on WWE TV. Have a fucking day off, Sunshine. Honestly. <laughs> Just have a day off, mate. This is... <laughs> If if that's what you're lying in bed thinking about at night, shut shut your brain off.
0: Shut your brain <laughs> off. Have
1: a kip. You know, just go and do something that doesn't go involve small
0: eyes in the morning.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't. Know. Is he is he a notorious fibber?
0: Yeah, well, actually, there's a little bit to add to it. I'll I'll touch on it in a minute. Actually, oh, it. I mean.
1: love that. <laughs> so so there's this white rabbit on on Raw SmackDown whatever. We, we, we are clean and sober from WWE pro- programming most of the time. So, you know, he's put um, yeah. I have a lot of people reaching out about the 40701 in the White Rabbit video. <laughs> well, that's the zip code for Corbin, Kentucky, a town WWE runs sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> the Fiend defended the Universal title there against The Miz in January 2020. I know of no other connection there, and then he's put Bray Wyatt's last match before becoming the Fiend was against Baron Corbin, Corbin Kentucky, Baron Corbin. Can you see that? Can you see this? Oh, it's fantastic!
0: WWE have absolutely got people on a on a fiddle here, haven't they? The the way the people are analysing this is absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) No, it probably is
1: Bray Wyatt, but yeah, gives a shit. (laughs) Just let let it happen. Can you, can you imagine all the people when it was like Save Me Y2J thing was going on and all this, like, trying to work out in binary code or some shit? <laughs> do you
0: know what it was, though? There probably was people doing it, but there just wasn't that, that platform. Do you know what I mean? Like, these people just True. spout it all over Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, whatever you want to – that's the thing these days. I know. So like, There's
1: more. There is more. Oh, god, yeah. There is more. He's put – there is a White Rabbit Records in Corbin as well as a Wyndham Corbin Hotel – now obviously Bray Wyatt's real name is Wyndham Rotunda and Baron Corbin fucking mm-hmm. do you know what this is this is like Twilight Zone <laughs> 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 little shit now fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There is also uh three nine three zero y W G in the URL of the White Rabbit video. three zero is the is, is this weekend smackdown, i.e. thirtieth of September, they do it backwards. YWG is the Winnipeg airport. That is where the show is. Winnipeg, not the airport. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> uh, and um, and then just to top, top it off, the icing on the cake was this. Guess who else got involved? Last week's winner, Matt Coon. <laughs> what did he have to say? And he put upside down, it looks like the date is 10-7, the date of the Smackdown before the pay-per-view. Oh, my God.
0: These people just need to just get a grip, just watch it, and then just see what happens. Do you know what I mean?
1: Oh my god, this is just <laughs> like—I mean, we we do a wrestling podcast. We clearly like wrestling, but have a fucking day off, mate. You don't have to read into every. This is this surely, is sort surely... of the, the nuanced side of fucking wrestling, like we were talking about the other week. It's
0: just mm. like, surely weird? half half of it is the the surprise of it. Like, why why is everyone trying to spoil everything all the time?
1: Because this is what it is these days. Okay, fab. I've got to be first. I've got to, get, I've got to be first yeah. to figure out, yeah.
0: Everybody wants to be a
1: dirt sheet and ruin yeah. everything from the inside out. And it's like half the fucking buzz of wrestling is it's the big, big surprise. Do you know what I mean? It's like whether it's a yeah. good surprise or a bad surprise, you know, you want to be surprised.
0: Yeah, it's part of it, isn't it? It's exactly. that not knowing. I just, but, um, I just
1: find it utterly cretting.
0: It is. It is. Do you know what it is, though? That's not the cretinous, most cretless thing he's done this week. I'm afraid I completely oh, on, forgot then. about it. So you know, um, Alistair Black or Malachi Black, Tommy End, whatever, Tommy End, whatever yeah, you yeah. want to call him, he's basically. Uh, it's been quite widely publicised that he's he's had a bit of trouble with his sort of mental health and things like that recently. Um yeah. So he basically was given some kind of conditional release from performance. I think it was maybe a couple of months. I don't know. There's not many details about it. And this guy, this poor, this poor guy, is just. I think he just wants to break. He's had, I think, I don't think he's been particularly pleased with how he's been booked. So I just want, I think, he wants to take a little break and get away. From I wouldn't it. be happy either. It's shocking, because <laughs> I mean, I, I quite, I, I really enjoyed Alistair Black when he was in XT, and you used to used to be a fan of him when he was Tommy End and things like that. So the guy's talent, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, he's definitely, talented definitely, and he's good in the ring, and I've, I think he just had a bit of a, you know, a bit of a whatever issues, and he just wanted to get away. And then there's just people, this Sean Sappers, who's basically said that he's he's basically going back to WWE based on nothing, really. He said that he's took the release because he wants to go back to WWE, just with no real, comfort, like, any validity to his report. And then Alistair Black, Malachi Black, he's done, like, an Instagram video the other day, and he's basically just said, look, I don't really want to be doing this. I'm trying to be having a break. I want to get away from the wrestling for a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, these idiots reporting nonsense. I'm not leaving. I'm just taking a break. I need to work on myself. I just think it's so shit of these people, and it just shows what they're all about. Like they're just they just shove nonsense out there just to get a story out of it. And this poor guy, he's probably he's probably just he's probably is really struggling. He just wants to have a little break, get away from social media. But because of all the reports that this guy's funneling out there, and and other people as well, he's had to, he, He's obviously he's probably being bombarded with messages. Please don't go. Don't do this. Don't do that. I just think it's really shit that he has to actually come out and say it. And I think more every single week you just see this like wrestling dirt sheet media, just see them for what they really are. They're proper little leeches and they're just they just spin the absolute shit all over the place. I'm sick of them. Really am.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you with that. You know, if you need time off your job for whatever reason, it's no fucker's business other than your sort of direct superiors, right? You've got to mm-hmm. you've got to keep your company in the loop, obviously. Yeah. But it just so happens he's obviously in a in a in a job that's you know prominent on telly etc he shouldn't have to do it he shouldn't you're right but sadly he works in the business that has these sort of fucking weaselly you know blood-sucking vampire type people who who want to just wring every last ounce of fucking dirt out of it because it gets them fucking hits on a on a website or subscriptions and that's just sadly the way media works to a degree you know it's if it's a story they'll print it if it's even if it's not a story, they'll print it. Do you know what I mean? And it's
0: yeah.
1: a lot of them don't fact check a lot of the shit they do. And I'm not even bothered about if it's
0: correct anymore, are they? It's just just get it no. out there.
1: No, and um, you know if you know Malachi Blackham in mean, his, his AAW runs been pretty shocking, but you know I hope the guy's are all right. You know you don't want to see anyone go through any of that shit. It's it's never fun. You know, speaking from experience, that kind of things it's 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 a it's a black dog on your shoulder,
0: isn't it? And it's just you know.
1: If he it's wanted hard, if it's even,
0: hard to shake off, yeah, even if he wanted to leave AW, that's his prerogative, and it's got nothing to do with anyone else shoving it, you know, down the, the throats of everyone else. But it's all 100%. very hush, yeah. very hush, hush, isn't it? It doesn't need to be put out there or anything like that. So yeah. he's 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 done one quite just sort of moronic thing, and then sort of really quite un- distasteful. Yeah, yeah,
1: distasteful. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, the Samo- the, guy you, the guy who the guy who goaded the Samoan guy. Only really hurt himself, yeah. is, you know. But I think Mister Sap, ironically named, sapping the life out of fucking wrestling. I think he's <laughs> he's a bigger cretin and maybe exactly. even a complete prick. Because yeah. you know, you just just leave the poor fucker alone. Let him just leave him be to sort his shit out. You know, he does not need he don't need any of this bollocks going on around him if he's got if his head's not with it for mm. whatever reason. You know. It can, it can happen for no reason. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so it's got to go to it, about it it has to.
1: Yep. Sean, you're a prick. Sorry, mate. But you are <laughs> a prick. You're a, you're a cretin. And uh, I wish Pretty people lovely. like you, Al- Alvarez, Meltzer, Bix and Spahn, I wish you'd all fuck off, basically. Yeah, big time. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note, <laughs> our good friend, the Lord of the Figure Four, old Ric Flair is back in another edition of WooWatch. Woo. So, What's so been doing Rick's, uh, Rick's continuing his uh, endorsement of Munt Everest And um turns out we were wrong about Munt being a health insurance uh <laughs> we scam, were very wrong scam. It turns out Munt Evis is a division of New Image Medical, which I think that's the health health part. Turns out Munt Everest, <laughs> Everest is an erection is an erection tablet for uh, the gentleman who who is suffering from impotence or just needs a bit of help in hand in the bedroom. So Rick uh, Ricky's the poster boy for for erection pills like Pele, like like Pele was back in the day. And um which is weird because on the Conrad Thompson podcast they, they do Blue Chew which is the yeah. chewable Viagra. So he's done an advert and his first line is and I shit you not this ain't, your, this ain't your grandfather's boner pills. Check out this three on one. For fuck's sake, I can't even say. <laughs> Check... <laughs> Check out this three in one formulated product from New Image Medical called Munt Woo! So when he did Munt Evist last time, we've now realized these people, this, this couple are climbing to the peak of the mountain which yeah. is essentially metaphorically saying <laughs> his missus, the guy's missus is climbing to the peak of his mountain and it will make you erect like Everest, I'm assuming, or Everest, whichever. And if you use the code FLARE20, you get 20% off your not-your-grandfather's boner pills. But the tweet he put out just says, this ain't your grandfather's aubergine emoji pill. This, this fucker. <laughs> Honestly, Jesus Christ! Every week, it's every week, it's every week. I can I don't know if I can cope with him anymore. It just, it's, it's, it's sending me. Mark's crying. <laughs> it's sending me. <laughs> it's sending me fucking. It's sending me under. There's just the amount of shite, and it's not even like top end product, is it? It's like it's the shit dog weed. shit. Of dog shit. Yeah. It's shit weed grown by a fucking rapist. It's fucking. <laughs> Boner pills no one's ever heard of. And it's fucking... Virtual wings. Of his, yeah. <laughs> it's pictures of his fucking daughter getting her ass squeezed. It's just like, <laughs> fucking hell, Richard. This Richard, this this seriously. one was,
0: a, was was very much a late arrival as well, wasn't it? We, it, we was, had a pretty, it was. <laughs> we had a it was bit late, more of a light-hearted late, one, didn't we? But this one was just...
1: <laughs> I, this is more light-hearted than the other well, one. True. The other one was just fucking tragic. The other one was... <laughs> There's been something about a steamboat comeback, and Ric Flair puts out his usual, well, you know, steamboat's coming back. I might as well come back. and then, No, 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 please don't. Just don't do it to yourself. This fucker, he's, he's going to die in the ring. He's going to die in the ring with a load of claret all over his face.
0: And a massive add-on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, well, we think it's claret. It might just be like... Barbecue sauce from his Woo
2: Wings.
1: (laughs) I thought Woo Wings was the fucking peak. It's not. That's just the tip of the iceberg. This mother... Oh, this guy. This guy is just an absolute... Top tier
0: cretin. He's going to be promoting like prostate exams soon. It's a bit of age, just a bit like ridiculous.
1: <laughs> it is, but you know, you know, prostates. You know, when you get to my age, you need to start getting a prostate exam. I'll be honest with you. You know, you got to make sure it's. Uh... It reminds me of like the, the what's his face in in Zoolander where he goes, "Come on, just a little pee pee." Got a <laughs> prostate the size of a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like bloody hell, Rick. He is the gift that keeps on giving. This man, there's no there's just no stop to him. I mean, his energy is, you know, applaudable. I mean, mm-hmm. I wish I wish I had the energy of a 73-year-old Rick Flair right now at 38, but I mean I don't wish I had the energy for what he does. Because <laughs> no. you know, what, what he puts that energy into is usually pretty moronic and or uh, nefarious slash deplorable. So <laughs> But yeah, Yeah. we We watch. We watch. He's got. It's fucking hell. it has got more legs than the fucking human centipede. (laughs) This one, I'm telling you, it's. It's
0: good. This guy. He will never disappoint, surely.
1: Oh, he he disappoints on a regular basis, but the bullshit he comes out with, like just just the advert advertising and and what else, is just. It's just beyond gold. It's like. (sighs) Platinum, it's fucking, it's palladium for fuck's sake. It's, <laughs> it's top of the top of the scale. Forty pound a gram. Oh. <laughs> it's 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 more valuable than fucking amber grease, which is whale vomit, I think, or whale <laughs> secretion. Anyway, so we've done our cretin. We've watched the woo, and now it's time to take it to Winston Salem, North Carolina, Fall Brawl '96. And the war
3: games. You're gonna get one.
2: No! We are taking the poison. <laughs>
4: winston-salem north carolina for wcw against the nwo the hottest yeah. ticket in the triad area not a seat to be found it's so good to have you with us along with the american dream dusty Rhodes, and bobby the brain heenan i am tony shivani and dusty as i said before as you saw right at the top of the program war as never before has been declared and tonight housed in two rings one giant steel cage WCW against the NWO. Well, i tell you what, guys. You know, Shockwave upon Shockwave was delivered at the doorstep of WCW. The NWO seems to be in control. The playing field brain has changed now that Sting has turned and become obviously a member of the NWO. War Games will tell the truth. Tonight about WCW. Well the guys in the back right now are taking bets that this is gonna be the NWO's last pay-per-view. And if you think the horsemen are in trouble, this match was created for them. Two rings, a steel cage. You think they're in trouble? Don't ever count the horsemen out in Rick Flair and Aaron Anderson and Luger. I'll tell you one thing, W NWO may have seen their last wrestling match on earth. But I want to say this, we went into this week with a lot of confidence before Monday.
0: Was that the impression of Regal then? <laughs> no,
1: it was supposed to be what's his face out of Inspector Gadget, but it didn't quite work.
0: <laughs> yeah, so as you as you referred to, we we uh, we're we're here. We've been waiting for this. And there was a lot of excitement for it, wasn't there? I was excited anyway to watch it. Um... I was,
1: I'd had i had my Munt Evis pill, I was I was
0: I was, you know, throbbing. <laughs> I had some woo wings on the side, um, all sorts. Yeah. I, I was really ready to go. Um, I was using I was using the saucer's lube. <laughs> so we, we start the show off with a, a classic video package, just re, literally just recapping about two, three months of TV. We could have just started from here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with that same shit music on. I know, it's back. And it, it rears its ugly head a few times, actually, that that music we are um we are live from Winston, Salem, North Carolina, Horseman country. And it's absolutely and... squealing Pyro
1: though. Squealing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of uh Cartman, no, not Cartman that uh that that uh, South Park episode. Squeal, piggy squeal. <laughs> Fucking
1: hell. Well they are in deliverance country, so <laughs>
0: so it, 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 Dusty's back and wouldn't you know it they've all pretty much got the agenda they're all wearing pretty similar dress attire Tony was... did no get the memo he,
1: he was wearing full last night at the proms gear Dusty was in like just like a little black shirt and Bobby had was... his bolo tie on
0: it was like it was like formal attire, though, wasn't it? It wasn't like when Dusty turned up in, in like in his ranch gear and stuff.
1: <laughs> well, Bob, Bobby and Dusty look like they're going to a cowboy's funeral and fucking. <laughs> do you know what I mean, it looks like they got a Terry Funk's funeral or something, and <laughs> uh, and fucking Shivani just looks like he's got watch, you know, Madam Butterfly at the fucking. Yeah,
0: you know, he actually had he actually had a tuxedo on that was similar to my prom suit. So yeah, let's not slag him off. <laughs> it was it. Did you, you actually have a prom? Yeah, that's, how, that's how
1: Americanized this country's become, you see. <laughs> I didn't have a prom. We had we had a school dance.
0: We had them as well. Don't worry. But, uh, but Dusty says there's been shockwave upon shockwave, the WCW by the NWO. And then Bobby said that War Games was created for the horsemen, so let's not count them out already, which is a good point. Yeah, um, you,
1: can't, you can never count a horseman out, can you?
0: No. And then they do a little recap of... The sting turn and the sort of, and also NWO smashing up Luger's car on the Saturday show, which we didn't see until tonight, which is quite funny. No, I
1: that. <laughs> I'm surprised you know, it was, it wasn't it was a, car. No, it was a rental, wasn't it? It was a, it was a <laughs> rental, and they got a, from what I can gather on my little research missions. They said, "We'll rent this off you. We'll do X amount of dollars worth of damage." They did more. Oops. <laughs>
0: Well you got the big show walking all over it. It's not gonna be uh, not gonna be pretty, is it? <laughs> How the fuck did that not collapse that roof? Jesus. <laughs> but we got to um our first match of the night, and this is everything you want in an opener. Well, on paper anyway. Definitely, yeah. Guy that we very much enjoy. One of the one of the main highlights on the on nitros for us, I would say. Or for me anyway. Um DDP against Chavo, which has actually been a nice little bubbling away feud, just just nothing crazy, but nice little trickling away on on TV every other week. Well, sort of the Guerrero family he's feuding against, isn't he? Um, yeah, I think
1: it's like Eddie Guerrero's like end of level boss, isn't he? I guess.
0: Yeah, I think I think Chavo's the sort of the sort of yeah, like the side quest, <laughs> and then he gets to the main one at the end. But I just thought this is this is going to be good. Uh, they had a decent match on TV the other week, and I, f- I had a feeling it was going be, gonna to be good. And I don't think I was disappointed with that notion, to be fair. What do you reckon?
1: I thought it was great. Obviously, it comes out to smells like yoga. Big pop. Love it.
0: Looks he awesome, started, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, he started off hot, and he's in his uh, Bret, Bret Hart gear. Pink <laughs> and black. <laughs> Cheesy Chavo gets his game face on, and uh, he has an absolute state trooper moustache, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you want? Do you want a mustache ride? Um, <laughs> Tony mentions Chavo's inexperience, but Dusty explains his heritage, which I thought was nice. Ch- Chavo evades jump. Uh, Page's jump start, and um, it's sort of starting a bit like the Nitro match, if you uh, if you remember that.
2: Yeah, yeah quite yeah.
1: quite similar. Drop kick, page in the ropes, but he does that sort of Spider Man in the ropes thing and waits a little Love bit. That spot.
0: Oh, I really like yeah. that
1: spot, and then there's a great bump out. But you know, DDP is a great bumper.
0: It's yeah. just
1: classic page. A somersault plancher outside, obvious catching, but you know you can sort of let it slide. He rams Page into the guardrail on the steps. Chavo's uh, running on pure emotion, basically. Uh, I love that. Which,
2: you know, Fired yeah, up, of course, but,
1: great, yeah, of course. And then he gets a belt whipping, whips no him back. No DQ.
0: Yeah, that was the only. That was one of the only
1: gripes, really. And uh, Dusty is with him. With him. Whipping baby! <laughs> I love that. It's so good. The thing is, brain calls out the no DQ, which I thought yeah. was... I mean, if you're not going to do it, try not to have your announcers call it out because that just makes it look even more pony, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Nick Patrick would DQ him, apparently, according to uh Bobby. <laughs>
2: There's
1: a big crossbody and an arm drag by Chavo, 7.2 on the Steamboat scale. It lacked the speed of Eddie, I think. But you know, it was all right. Yeah, anything over seven <laughs> is a bonus. He works the left arm with knees and a double wrist lock, which was nice because obviously, you know, zoning in on it. Brain says like he should watch his letting Chavo self destruct himself because he's running on pure emotion. It was it was really nice stuff. Page fights back to a tilt a whirl but countered into a seven point five arm drag by Chavo. He's, yeah, he's, so. he's up on the upping on the scale. You know, Steamboat, Steamboat Scale T-shirt's coming soon. <laughs> Tries to drop, kick in the ropes again. Page is playing possum, and he stands on him. Top rope, top rope, Lariat by Page. And uh, Dusty says, uh, Guerrero has the heart of a lion. And then Bobby says, could have the heart of the Detroit Lions. Ain't going to help him, which I thought was a great line. <laughs> For any any English listeners, uh, the Detroit Lions are an American football team, what do you believe? Don't ask me. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I know I know the Detroit Pistons are. But yeah. I'd, That's I'd, the only American have. spot I
0: like.
1: <laughs> That's it. 80s Detroit Pistons, man. <laughs> Isaiah versus Jordan. Love it. That's probably the only American sports reference we, we will throw in here, I think. <laughs> he beats him down, but Chavo rolls in for two. Chavo's selling really, really well. And then he does a Bret Hart buckle bump to Chavo. And then uh, Page back suplexes him, but uh, fully rotates him and slams him down right on his face. Which I thought was nice.
2: Mm. And so,
1: Page crotch like crotch thrusts him in his face. It was weird, and uh, and shouts bang 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 in Chavo's face. Chavo's face, which I thought was possibly the oddest spot of the night. It uh, <laughs> gets l- it was just like thrusting your dick in someone's face, and going bang bang bang. Was you know that's yeah, interesting whatever. voice. <laughs> yeah. Gets lumped and then Page does his uh, slip and a nice bump. Which is like where he just like goes full pelt up in the air, yeah, great, love it.
0: So daft, did so, it? It was so
1: funny. Yeah, Chadwick does a knee lift, and Page takes a, a fucking corking bump off the knee lift. Come, he does a nice strong comeback with a springboard clothesline, top rope dropkick for two, top rope rana for two, hurricane rana. But he can't put him away. Back elbow by Page, feet on the ropes for two. Goes into the second ring. Tilt a wheel slam gets it this time. Uh, and then it totally whirls him again into head scissors by Chavo, or as Dusty calls it, a whirly bird. <laughs> a fucking whirly bird! <laughs> it's fucking honestly some of the shit it, I've missed him. I've missed him on the I've nitros because he comes out with some absolute belting, you know, content. <laughs> <Nonsense>. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's just nonsense. Chavo rolls up for two absolute monster gut-wrench sort of spinning sit-down fucking power-bomb thing, the fucking elevation and that the on that. that. I was, was off my seat that? Me, me too, it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, Paige Falkenberg, you are a beautiful man, love it. <laughs> uh, but he only got two, which was a shame. Um, that should have
0: been the finish it. But then again, he got to put the diamond cutter over, I guess.
1: Yeah, Paige is getting over like fucking gangbusters with this crowd, honestly. Yeah. He tries to cut her into back into the, he tries to cut her, gets it into the backslide, then hits it, bang, one, two, three. Loved it. Superb opener. Really enjoyed it. I think Chavo comes out fairly strong because you know, he, he was he had like the heart of a lion, obviously. And I think it sets up the Eddie Feud nicely. He's like, We're over with Chavo. Now mm. we
0: get to the big guy. What do you recommend? Yeah, I mean, echo a lot of the sentiments you said. I thought it was, I thought it was an absolute corker of an opener. Really good, one of the best pay per view openers we've seen, maybe the best for me anyway. On this run, on this run, definitely, hundred yeah. percent. I thought it was brilliant, and it's just both guys really good. It just shows that if you put two talented guys in there you, and give them time, give you a good fucking match most of the time. Not every time, obviously, but this was mint, like you said. Chavo looks really good in it. He, he he doesn't. I don't think he's hurt at all because he, he, you know, he he was fired up. I thought he looked really good, really strong. But then you you emphasize the points of DDP as well. He's so good at taking punishment. but always that sort of that lingering doubt of are you going to be able to put him away? Because if you're not, he's got that. He's got that 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 one ace up his sleeve. If you don't get him away, honestly, it was I thought it was brilliant. Just like you said, some of the stuff from Chavo just really nice, like really clean cut. No like. No botches or anything. It was all really nice and no, you're right there. Yeah, it was just like really well put together. And like you said, with DDP is quite like methodical with the way he planned out his matches and stuff. And you can sort of see that, you know, as as you get him in more lengthy matches, they've got like segment segments and stuff like that. And it, but it works. Piece of um,
1: troughs in it as well. So yeah, you know, it's, they are well put together. I mean, I can't really. I was never a huge ddb fan. DDP fan, because I didn't really watch a lot of like Mm. week to week Nitro and watching him now, I was like, how the fuck did I not see it? Realize how good this guy was because there was like, like I've alluded to before, there was a lot of sort of scuttle about him being you know pushed because he was Bischoff's mate. And when you hear that, you kind of go, "Uh, yeah, you were gonna be arse, but do you know what? It was completely justified. I've said it before, I fucking love Diamond Dallas Page in
0: WCW. is great, and like you said, like I said a minute ago, that tilt a wheel sort of gut wrench power bob was just fucking insane. That was unbelievable. I, it was almost like
1: it... um, what was that? What's that? Sammy's a move, blue Thunderbomb. Is blue right.
0: thunderbomb. Yeah. yeah, it was like a, it was sort of a version of that, wasn't it? But it was just yeah. incredible. Like at this point, like he was so innovative. Like I don't think he gets enough credit for the sort of moves he was putting together. I know, no. I know, he's not like. A, a, a flat high flyer or anything like that but he, he was putting some really fun innovative like sort of hybrid yeah. moves and they just look great
1: you don't get many heavyweights who do that because he was probably a heavyweight if you think about it he's probably about two, two 230, 240 two. yeah, in that yeah. range I would say
0: yeah I just think I think he's one of the, I think he's probably the, if not in the top three standouts we've seen this entire run definitely I mean, yeah he's, de- he's definitely top five without shadow of a doubt but he could, yeah. you're right he could possibly top, top three but yeah, I thought it was good and hopefully hopefully fingers crossed it's onto Eddie now, if he's back. I don't know if he I don't know where he was at this point, if he was in Japan or something like that. But I think that's got the, the hallmarks of a classic on it, don't you think? Yeah, me too, me too. But then we get to something
1: which was our only vision of Mr. Oakland tonight. He was uh, conspicuous by his absence. I know. A five a five minute package recapping essentially the intro of the show but with <laughs> Gene commentating over it. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It had the serious, it had like crime watch level seriousness. I liked right? that. It was like a
0: really like serious news report, wasn't it? But it was like, yeah, it, was. it was. Like a, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Now,
1: now, when we were watching this, me and you were going, it's not been a lot of Gene, has it? And yeah. the reason why is because his contract had expired at the time. Ah. And he was no longer under contract with Turner and they were negotiating at the time. So, they could right. do this because it was a pre-tape, but yeah, just looking into it a little bit. Yeah, he was he, he was out of contract, so he couldn't actually appear live on the show, which was, mm-hmm. to be fair, helped the fucker flow a lot better.
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Did. <laughs> but yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? Nice, little, just told you what he wanted to know. Pretty simple. Yeah,
1: I mean, we were debating putting it in in the in in the pod, but. I think you know, because we've been watching it week to week. I think it's I think it's a bit redundant to to use five minutes of time going over everything we've watched. Sadly though, we've got a bit of bad news for you guys, because I know you've been waiting for us to talk about this match. It's probably the the hottest feud we've had (laughs) leading up to this. Something went seriously wrong with with our copy of, of Fall Brawl and we didn't get the ice train Scott Norton match, I'm afraid. Got it. I know, I know, I know a lot of you are only tuning in to hear us talk about that much, but yeah, we, I got an AVI file from <laughs> you know, uh, VHS rip from 1996, and some, some heartless bastard has cut, has cut. <laughs> the fucking ice train Scott Norton match and we only got the finish and and to say we're upset is is an understatement. (laughs) We were we were hoping this could be the pinnacle. We were hoping this could be the greatest thing since a Warburton's toasty sliced. But I was I,
0: I was really sad. Really sad. But we have got the finish for you if if you were if you wanted to know that at least, haven't we? We've got that.
1: I mean it, it was hot as fuck. I mean Ice Train got him with a full Nelson and end off. <laughs> you know full Nelson. Full <laughs> Nelson. Not half Nelson, full not even a quarter, full full Nelson. <laughs> hot as fuck. <laughs> so after oh, that, sack of shite. We got to something that I don't know if me and you were excited for or not because we've not been too hot on Conan and the the couple of Hoovy matches we've seen have not been stellar. Let's be honest. No. But, uh, for the AAA title builders, the Mexican Heavyweight title, we've got Conan yeah. and Hoovy. Juventud Guerrera. I just thought this could be appalling because I had, <laughs> I, had I had I had zero hope for it. <laughs>
0: You you were right.
1: Hovi comes out with unbelievably racist mariachi music <laughs> because obviously Mexican got to have it. The Lucha Corn himself, and then even to Guerrero, the Mister Bean of Lucha Libre, the <laughs> Botch King, trips over the fucking steps before he's even got near the ring. For
0: fuck's sake! Cam- camera cutly quickly, quickly cuts away. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! We found
1: the gif. We had to it's 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 possibly one of the funniest things i've seen. i <laughs> to rewind those... it
0: a good three or four times cuz i was in absolute
1: hysteria. <laughs> I, t- I text Mark during my viewing of this and i said there uh... I think I've just seen one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He went, It couldn't possibly be a Hoover Guerrero falling over the steps, could it?
0: I was like, Yeah, yeah, it could. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. So it's the, gonna... the, the guy on the guardrail that cracks me up because he's just like, oh <laughs> he's just like I can't believe
1: it. Absolute burke, right? This is this is an apt time to sort of just take a step step away a second and discuss the the absolute Mr. Bean level of Hoover 2 Guerrero. I don't understand how someone is fucking agile. And as you know, coordinated can be also paradoxically the clumsiest cunt I've ever seen. <laughs> he he, botches, he he botches quite often. Do you know what I mean? He's he's, he's a bit
0: he's I mean, got sinkara like, vibes. He, so yeah,
1: mean, I called him I called him the Hatton Bonafa and benar for a fucking <laughs> Lucha Libre the <laughs> saying like when he when he's on, he's fucking mint, but his his times on are very few and far between. And yeah, that's what I mean. It's like you think, "Oh, he's going to do these this quality shit." And sometimes he absolutely nails it. And then he falls over a fucking set of steps. <laughs> he's got the coordination <laughs> of a fucking 18-month-old toddler. Sometimes it's horrendous. Are you loving the Mr. Bean levels of Ruben uh, 2 for for the comedy if nothing else?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I, I see it that way. I just feel like it's like just fuck off. Like I just don't want to watch it. I mean, like I just like I know. I knew he was like he's one of Jericho's pals, is not he? I think, and he's sort of oh is oh yeah because he was on AEW, wasn't he? Didn't he pop on to AEW for like one special match of Jericho, and, it, and that was yeah. Shit.
1: them seven labors of fucking MJF or something when he was. Yeah, um, yeah. He had to fight. What's he? What's his face? That fucking peni, hardcore fucking Nick guy. Gage. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah. Murder death Def cunt. cunt or whatever he's called. So, I mean, that was
0: the first time I'd ever seen him in in that Jericho thing, and I and I was like, I asked you who he was, I think, and you were like, oh, he was some old random Luchador from back in WCW and stuff. So, I I wasn't like majorly excited to see him, but there was always that like that level of like, ah, okay, let's see what he's about. And he's just not cut the mustard for me so far, anyway. No, because you'd you think,
1: oh, I've only seen him on you know 2021, 2020 television when he's in his forties, right? Yeah, he might, he might be better in his twenties. Nope, mm. no, he's not. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so we'll go, we'll go back to to the match, and here comes Hispanic gangland kingpin Conehead
0: with the dungeon music. Now he's officially a member.
1: Yeah, we, and he's got Jimmy Hart, which is, you know, what you need. Ariba Lerasa, as Jimmy screams into the camera, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the music doesn't
0: really work with his... Uh, surely, his... surely if you can give him a new gimmick, like repackage him, you give him, like, street, like, proper, like, hardcore rap tune or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. to fit him. Like, the Dungeon of Dune music is like, what? <laughs> just doesn't make any sense.
1: He it, it comes out wearing sunglasses, a pork pie hat with a backwards bandana underneath the pork pie hat, a fucking lumberjack shirt, top buttoned on up, white wife be be a vest and black dicky. <laughs> Don't you remind
0: me of? Have you have seen um Twenty Two Jump Street, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're you know, there, you know, you know <laughs> Jonah Hill. My name is Jeff. <laughs> 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 he reminded me of that in that outfit. <laughs> but the kicker for me
1: was. He's got his boxers pulled up above his trouser Gosh. waistband, but his vest is tucked into his fucking boxers. <laughs> if if I'm sorry, right? If I, you can't be taken seriously in a gang related scenario with your fucking top tucked in your keks, can you? Really?
0: Probably not. not. <laughs> One good thing though, it's good to hear. Good to hear Dusty announce his name again, though, isn't it? Conan. <laughs> That's it. Love That's it. the only good thing. <laughs> he starts working out, he starts
1: working over Hoovey with like punches and knees and Hoovey uses his speed to evade him, which, you know, good stuff. And then he absolutely, he does a release German on him and dr- drops him on his fucking head. I was like, I oh couldn't fucking hell!" And then I thought, well, this is good because usually when he works with lucha guys, he tries to do fucking lucha. He wasn't doing not. that
0: luckily. No.
1: And, and then he just sort of launches him out Like, completely drops him over the side without any sort of, you know, perception of safety of what's going on. Conad actually working on his strengths, which was nice. Today, says Conad represents the Cholos of Mexico. Now, I didn't know what a Cholo was. I didn't know if that was, you know, some uh, I shouldn't be saying kind of thing. So, I did a bit of research. And apparently, it's uh, someone who's indigenous or partly indigenous to Mexico. So I'll give you a lowdown on uh, who Conehead is, Mr. Mexico himself. His real name is Charles Ashenhoff. <laughs> he was born in Cuba. He's of Puerto Rican descent, and he grew up in Florida from the age of three. <laughs> so not Mexican.
0: <laughs> Nothing to do with Mexico.
1: <laughs> no. Hoovey's up top on the sec- in the second ring, and he bounces on three top ropes and does a spin kick for two. It was so fucking impressive, but we've just seen the guy trip over stairs. <laughs> it's, it's, day. Day. it's yeah. like an absolute it's such a fucking human paradox it's it's oh, no. i just can't i can't he's It he's, he, he just amazes me in terms of like i'm just fascinated by this lunatic he, work, sweating he works lunatic. Over co- sweating lunatic <laughs> he keeps up yeah he works over conad with x-pack-esque corner kicks and does a tope suicida hits the rail <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man! And then he uses the rail to spring bo- to springboard, and Kona power bombs him <laughs> on the concrete. This poor fucker is getting annihilated. <laughs> yeah, he, and to be fair, he's, he's bumping like fuck for the guy. I, I give, I'll give him that. It looks stagy as fuck that they sort of right. So the both slowed down, and Cona just stood there waiting for him to do his little give him back thing. Yeah. It just looks shit. And he t- then he ties him up like a pretzel. He shines with a variation of high spots. It's just a blur. It's just all springboard. There's all too much going blur. on in
2: there.
1: Yeah, and he it takes some fucking insane bumps. Though. I'll give him that. It's like madness. It's like, it's like Page times a 100. Just just pure... Because at least Page does it... You know when Page is taking these mad bumps, you know he's probably not hurting himself. He does it quite Thanks, safely. Mate, yeah. But this guy's just got no regard for his own safety. I just lobbing um, himself
0: into rails, ring, ring posts, all sorts of
1: things. He? He's very much—I can imagine him being an influence on the uh, young bucks <laughs> and that sort of kind of yo, know, that that sort of kind of people. Uh, it all broke down for me. It really, it really just too spotty and just—it's not got. It didn't have the psychology of a Rey Mysterio match. It's essentially, to me, it looked like Pound Shot Malenko versus yeah. Pound Shot Mysterio.
0: Yeah, I, I could get a board of that.
1: that. It was a really yeah. shitty version of a Dean Ray match. Conad looked a lot better, though, than we'd seen him, I thought. And I think... I, think I, I, I more...
0: thought he looked okay in a more slower style against a faster guy.
1: Yeah, it worked a lot more yeah. than his usual stuff like he did with El Gato and, and all He was that. wearing
0: that, like... those like, weird gear with the mask and stuff. It just didn't work, did it? With the loincloth. Yeah, that was odd, that. That never worked. It was odd. It was like...
1: I actually think I think Conad's more over than Hoovie, even though Hoovie's oh, yeah. clearly the baby face. So we get Conad sat on the turnbuckle and he's set up to do a rana and Hoovy just backflips backflips away from him. And then Conad just drop kicks him. I don't know what the fuck that was about. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's like you've got the guy set up, you're gonna you're gonna do your Hurricane Rana, but you just back, he's either backflips him and completely missed him, he's like he getting the to as well no idea. That's so, what I mean. I can't make, I can't make Edna Taylor this fucker. If I tried, he just completely baffles me. Yeah. It was just fucking odd. And it has a million false finishes. Conrad hits the power bomb for three. I thought it was a complete blur of bobbins, but Conard actually worked like an athletic big man and not a luchador, which was, which was a step up, I think, but I'm not, mm. I don't expect too much from the guy. What was your sort of overview
0: of this? <sighs> I thought it was piss poor really did. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite high from the first match, like really in, into that. And then this was a just a bit of a come down after that. It was like, ugh. and it wasn't even like a match that was like slow when it gets you. It, you know what I mean? Like a, like a seesaw show. Like it was, it was just bad, yeah, yeah. really bad. Like you said, who, who who V, I had that sort of intrigue about seeing him and I've sort of that's gone now already, I think, after like three matches. <laughs> I'm already just like, right, I don't want to see you anymore. It's just the 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 botchy springboards. I think he only actually hit one of them in the entire match. He must have tried it about ten times. Just yeah. It's like I think that's why the crowd just didn't give a fuck about him. Because it's like you're just fucking everything up. Do you know what I mean? Like I I know wrestling fans they can sort of just suspend the disbelief and stuff like that, but when you've seen someone just making Fucking ridiculous thing doing ridiculous things in the ring and just looking like an idiot. You don't really want to get behind him. Do you know what I
2: mean?
0: Yeah. It's just one of them. It just that's the way I felt. Um this is it was the same with that Sin Cara. That's he just reminds me of him big time. He he reminds me of him really. Like athletic is out and you can you can get, you know, a bit of hang time and stuff, but you're not doing it right or anything like that. As you said, Conan looked a bit better, but again, like, not really that asked about him. He's one of them where he's just like he's just on he's just on the show. Sometimes he doesn't really do anything. I just, I, again, he's someone I could take him or leave him if he's in the match. I'll watch it, but if not, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss him if he wasn't on the show. If that makes sense. Um,
1: I, I prefer him on a pay per view because you get Dusty commenting on him.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's it. If he's on TV, you don't even get gone ahead. <laughs> he's, he's
1: barely on fucking TV. I think I've only seen him on TV twice.
0: I know that is true. Actually. Um, I'll be
1: honest with you about the crowd. Just just a caveat here, it's a very horseman centric crowd, and there's a lot of stuff that should have got pops that didn't get pops during the whole, yeah, thing, a couple in of boring
0: enchanting like good matches in later on in the show as well. It's like, uh, yeah. come on, them fuckers are there to see Flair, essentially, basically. Uh, I think the only other thing that I found was quite funny. I, I was like, I think Bobby was putting over Conad a bit, she was saying, like. He likes his new look, his new attitude. He says he can't be pussy-footing around in WCW. I thought it was all right. Started so
1: get a, I reckon he tucks his vest into his keks as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, but all in all, it it, it didn't really work for me. And it, it was too long as well. It went on a bit. It went on a bit too long for me. About 15, I think it went, yeah. Yeah, he could have shaved five minutes off that. and He might have been a bit better, but... Probably not, but <laughs> well, yeah, moving on. That wasn't really for me. That one,
1: no, we moved on to uh something that we were quite uh looking forward to, to be fair. Definitely. We got the Lionheart Corazan de Leon, Chris Jericho,
0: your favorite, Come on,
1: baby, <laughs> with that looking tune I love, uh, and uh, the crippler, Chris Benoit. That mint tune, as you alluded to, and uh, a sparkly jacket, a la blouse-wearing tycoon Michael Flatley.
0: <laughs> a lot of dance, a the of flies. <laughs>
1: Flatley, my dear, I don't river dance.
0: <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> this, this, the, the excitement for this was sort of built on what we've seen from them do after this, wasn't it? And to me, they didn't disappoint. I thought it was again I thought it was a corker. It really did. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. And I just think again, it's just like there was this, this this show felt really good. I had I had a good feeling going into it and there was like there was matches on the card where you're thinking, Yeah, that's gonna be good that. And for the most part they, they did what what they said on the tin, really. I mean, Benoit comes down, he's he's got no women with him, so he's like, bang, business, right? Let's get yeah. Absolutely game based about, on you. Yeah. Comes in with his like he's got like a he's there's like four different tunes for Benoit when he walks out. There's like one when he's with the horseman, one with like Mongo, one with Arn, and then he's got his own one, which is probably I like the his best. tune better. Yeah, I think this is the best. To be fair, this uh, what did you think of this matching? Because it had all the hallmarks of quality, didn't it?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, you knew it was going to be at the very worst decent. Do you mm. know what I mean? I'll be honest with you. Benoit's slick back mullet is getting fucking worse. <laughs> It's getting really, it's really bad, bad now.
0: Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> um, I thought it is. I thought it was good, obviously. They slap each other, and Benoit just drops old Jezza. Benoit's getting big pops for working o- over the face, which is odd because obviously Jer- Jericho is the face, but because he's a horseman, they're loving it. That's it. That's it. Massive backdrop to Jezza and a fucking monster double A esque spine buster with yeah. absolute talk as fuck on it. I Added mean, talk. You know, extra talk. You buy it as like an addition, like a fucking add-on. It was the talk was ridiculous. Uh, Into a lion tamer, nice.
2: Yeah,
1: really, really nice with the knee in the back. He's getting heat on Jericho. Jericho does a wheel kick with as a hope spot. Benoit is so fucking aggressive. There's some really nice technical stuff going on here. It was a springboard drop kick, kick out to Benoit, big top rope back elbow, and both sell it. And it was like. It was almost akin the back elbow. It was almost a bit like the Adam Page moonsault in terms of, he didn't look, he just fucking went. It was like,
2: yeah.
1: you, you crazy fucker. But he actually connected with him, so it was it was it it worked out in the end. Top rope missile drop kick to Benoit and a powerbomb for two. Jericho shining really well, but still not getting an absolute bean out of the crowd. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: there was great pace to it and intensity, which is sort of what you'd expect from a Benoit match. But yeah. Jericho's definitely sort of hanging in there and keeping up his, his side of the bargain. There's a punch-chop chop exchange, a la 2022, but it looked so much more intense. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't It was like,
0: hit me, hit me. It was like, bang, it was like, quick, I'm getting yours in. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like fucking... Yeah. Laborious, like, like yeah. an Eddie Kingston fucking Suzuki match or
1: something.
0: Yeah, one of them pieces of shit. <laughs> um, but yeah that was good that bit there it was, it was just there was a look there was a real intensity to the match on there
1: yeah there was a back suplex desperation spot outside by benoit hard hard fucking bump to jericho on his knees which mm. looked painful man both selling the intensity of it which was really nice to see even like benoit who sort of has the upper hand for most of the match he was he's selling the fact that he's having to go at this intensity. And there's a great, great sell job by Jericho from a post shot. I miss this Jericho. I really, really, really fucking miss this Jericho. Watching so him these days is horrendous. Yeah, mm. he pay I don't even watch him these days because it just makes me
0: wanna fucking cry. And- it's shame because like I you you included, you love Jericho. I love Jericho for 25 fucking years or whatever, 26 years or whatever, until he Last yeah. few years, it's hard to it's hard to sort of see what he's become in a way. But what he was was just like top draw, really. What even at this sort of young stage of his career, top
1: draw in Smoky Mountain with we on storm as the uh, thrill seekers, mm. and then uh, Storm went back to Canada and he goes, and Jericho's injured. I can't, I not I can't have one thrill seeker. They can only seek half as many thrills, which <laughs> just 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 makes me laugh. So yeah, it's just vicious, vicious offense. The knee to the gut and he guillotines him on on the ropes by the gut. Abdominal stretch, so he's working the ribs midsection, smart. Flying headbutt, hurts himself as always, only gets two. And it's like, if you're going to do it, it can't be used as a false finish. You've got to do it as a finish. What's the fucking point? Do you know what I mean? That's his big finish, right? As much as it's uncomfortable to watch these days, that is his big finish. Jericho uh, does an inside cradle, hope spot. And a backslide bow for two. Stiff chops to Jericho, like really fucking stiff. And it's all Benoit and little Jericho hope spots here and there. Northern light suplex with a bridge for two by Jericho. Pornographic. (laughs) Really was. And then there's a lot of back and forth going on. Uh, A tombstone reversal and he drops Benoit. Which, you know, right, it's weird. So he does an acai moonsault and misses Benoit. And Benoit pops up. And you can't you can't barely sell a pile driver. Yeah, but the way I it. see it, the way I see it, a tombstone is probably more transitional than a than a sit down, you know, proper pile driver like a jumping pile driver. Yeah, Be- because you're just sort of going down to your knees. You've not got that boom top of oh, your head like that. when you, yeah. yeah, when you sit on your ass. So you can sort of get get by that, I guess. Frankenstein are off the top by Jericho. Crotches Jericho and does a back superplex for three, which I thought was an interesting finish. But yeah, I thought it was a re- I thought it was really good for a cold match because there's been no build up to it, has a
0: no, no, not at all. So, really,
1: so it's as, as just a, as just a match in the ring. I thought it was fucking superb.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I agree. It was just it was just like just consummate quality throughout the thing. Really, it was like a nice. It was that whole like Jericho's the upstart. Benoit's like sort of at this point, he's like established in he? almost uh, as like a big player. Um, Being a horseman, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and it was like that again, it was one of them where it was like Jericho sort of, he doesn't get hurt by this. I don't think. Cause no, I don't think so. Because he, because he had enough in there. I know it was like largely dominated by Benoit, but Jericho had his little, little moments and his little bits and pieces. It probably would have worked better not being in, like, a horse, like a horseman big arena. Do you know what I mean? It probably would have got a bigger reaction, I think. Um, yeah, probably, cause, yeah. Because he, he was getting... There was a couple of spatterings of booze and stuff like that because it's just they are there, really, for that, aren't they? That's who they're there to support, really. But yeah. Jericho looked good. I really liked the sort of last three or four minutes where it was, like, quite, you know, frantic. It was, like... And there was, like, that frustration. Quite
1: modern. Quite modern, yeah, it was.
0: wasn't it? it was. It was, actually. And it was quite. It was like that. That frustration from Benoit it was like, "Come on, how I need you know get. I need to put you away now." And it, but it was like Jericho just wouldn't go away, and there was like there was for a large portion of the match. It was like it, the only sort of offense that Jericho had was like little pinning predicaments or little roll ups and stuff like that. Yeah, and I quite like that. It was like desperation. I've, I really like that, and the right man won. With I thought it, I thought it actually looked really good. The, the back superplex. I thought it was like. A oh no, I agree.
1: Impact. I agree. I just thought it was. It was just. It was an odd finish in terms of like you didn't expect it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was sort of. It was a surprise. Is that what you mean? Yeah.
1: Basically, yeah. I could have probably worded that better.
0: Yeah, I thought you were burying it then.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Just like, because you expect him to do the flying headbutt as a finish, or yeah, some sort of sub- submission or something, or a cross, but, a yeah, crossface or whatever. Yeah, but he'd already done the flying headbutt and got two, so psychologically it makes sense in terms of right. Well,
0: I've done that. I need something else bigger and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. And another, you know, off on on the back of a pretty shitty match with Conad and Hoovy. Uh, uh, this was a, a real. It was. It got me back into it again, and I was like, yes, right you know, the positivity is back and I, I was, I was looking forward to the rest of the show. And to be honest, it, it, it didn't stop. I thought the next match again, WCW Cruiserweight title, Super Callow, who made his debut, what, week ago, two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago?
1: Yeah. Who did he, who was he against Joe? Was it? No, not Joe Gomez. That was Hoovey, wasn't
0: it? Was It was Patanaka without a mask. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in that match, I wasn't massively impressed, but that, no. no, this was like the most like zero to hero thing I've ever seen in my life because I thought this match was fucking mint. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so, so did I. I and this was absolutely one, if not one of the best matches we've seen the entire thing. I'm not joking, I thought it was that good. Um, I agree with you. So it's Supercalo versus Ray, the champion. Um, so it
1: made it even better? The fact that we didn't have that lull. Where you got a backstage segment, you just went straight into He's it. So right the high in. from yeah. the Benoit Jericho match, it kept you. You were still on that sort of level of fucking. Yeah. Come on, you
0: know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, it's the cruiserweight title. Uh, a match that yeah, I, I didn't have much expectation for because it was sort of like again, it was similar to the last one. It was very cold. It was very much announced like a week or so ago, and it was like yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we'll see what that's see what that's all about. And
1: you, and you thought you were getting Dean Dean Ray as well, so
0: yeah. So I had that sort of like uh, could have we could have had that. But I, by the end of the match I wasn't thinking that. Um Mike uh, Mike today joining us again on comms for the standard. He does the you know the Mexican stuff, doesn't he? Or the, the luchador and of um, <laughs> to be fair to Mike, he's actually won me over the last few or four the last two or three shows he's been on. So i give him, I'll he's definitely not an Excalibur, is he? No. <laughs> but Bobby the Brain stole your gimmick here. I don't know if you, you heard I
1: put that. Put that the bastard, he, <laughs> so, he, he robs me Mary Poppins, gagged a twat. Do you know, to be fair, it was so fucking obvious, I'd be surprised if he didn't.
0: Yeah, it would have been a disappointment if he didn't pick up on that, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: just, just, so just he... shows that, you know, me and the brain,
0: wavelength. <laughs> um, so he comes out, he says, uh, yeah, here comes supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It was funny. I think I think even the commentary team had a bit of a pop for that one as well. <laughs> yeah, you've got him, haven't you? but how, <laughs> how shit does Calo look, man? Super Kalos, That's the cool. thing. One of the first things I put in my notes: he looks absolutely ridiculous, and I was, I was, I was all set up to hate it. I was all set up to hate it. There was no excitement for it. But damn, <laughs> did it, uh, it! It changed my opinion. Ray looked awesome as usual.
1: It did. I, I really like the the color scheme there. It was it was great.
0: I think Ray is. I know we've said this a few times. Ray is one of the most like he's so underrated, isn't he? Like, even though he's rated, he's not. He doesn't get enough credit. I don't think. I think. I think a lot of
1: what hurt him was that fucking title run he had when they put the belt on him after he won the the rumble. Yeah. For Eddie, and it was all. It was the whole thing was based on Eddie, which I get. But you know, it it kind of and he just got fucking squashed like fuck. Yeah. It was just a shit, and I think that takes a lot of shine off him. But when you're watching, sort of. WCW uh, Mysterio, it's just it's fucking
0: top ten, you know, you have to, nine nine times out of ten. <laughs> and you have to you have to compare it to who, someone we watched earlier in the show, Hoovy. They must be on the similar precipice of age, similar, yeah, yeah, and raised yeah. raised like streets ahead, like, yeah. like not even not even close. Um, he's got the consistency
1: and. He's got the charisma, even with a mask on, he's got the charisma. Hoovey has not really much charisma. And you can just
0: tell he's got he's gonna fuck up somewhere, don't you? That's it with him.
1: Yeah, yeah, like you said, it is like Sinkara
0: as fuck. Yeah, that's it. But this match was um was a was a proper surprise package, as I say. Um super callow. he it sort of took control early on. Ray Ray obviously in in spots like you know, ups the pace, things like that. Nice little springboard, Hurricane Rana sending Callow outside. Like I like that sort of slingshot power bomb again by Callow as well. And and I was just I was just massively impressed with him the entire match. Yeah. Like I've never seen him in any sort of match. I mean, the match he had on TV was was dead sure and it wasn't like didn't really yeah. do much. This was like I don't even know if he does anything else after this. But if he doesn't, this was just a, a match that I'll look on fondly. I think. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. He just, I just think he like he more. He, he was like big, but he more than held his own in all the lucha stuff as well. Like he's a bigger guy, and you had that ability to create a story where he was going to dominate Ray because he's bigger than him. But he also had that ability to to match him up as well when he when he quickened the pace. He he's like answer. what Con- Conad wishes he was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. He sort of uh, he throws Ray into the other ring and hits like a crazy like reverse head scissor takedown. Yeah, that he's was. Great impressive like really good and I just love that he had like no let up whatsoever he was like like there's no like wasted motion it was like I need to keep the offense up I'm not going to take it any yeah. yeah and then he sort of mixed it up a bit went for some submission up you know offense and things like that there was one little little mess up from Ray but it was it was pretty minuscule he, he sort of got caught up in the ropes a little bit and but he then followed it up with a, with a really nice somersault sent on so you know that just sums him up the tiny little mistake, but he makes up for it. He go he goes for another springboard, and then he's countered by this fucking beautiful drop kick by uh, by Calo. Yeah. Like, brilliant stunt, like a lovely Frankenstein to the outside as well by Ray. I just put in my ma- match uh, my match notes. This match is fucking awesome, and it's just it comes it comes to a sort of crescendo of back and forth now between both men. Counters, counters. Who's going to get the upper hand? And then Ray hits one of the best finishes we've seen for fucking ages. Double springboard Frankenstein into the pin for free. Fucking superb. It really was, and he retains the title. I thought it was absolutely world-class. I don't know what you reckon.
1: Yeah, I was, I was on the same sort of wavelength as that. It started off really nice. like the, They had like a power struggle. It was like yeah. big man, little man power struggle. And he did some nice mat work, and then uh, Kello started working the arm. And he did a huge power slam and an elbow drop. And there was some really nice selling by Ray, but that's what you expect from Ray. Mm. Then Ray, old Ray, pulls an 8.2 steamboat out of the bank. That's good. But then Callow starts grounding Ray, which is smart, obviously. Springboard rounder by Ray. Nice slingshot powerbomb, like you said, by Callow. Uh, He works Ray's back. Flying shoulder off the top by Callow. Hard bump out by Ray. And he sells... Right, I figured why I like him as a seller, because you can't see his facials, so his, his vocal ability yeah. to sell is the way, because he sells so vocally, it's superb. There's a huge missile drop kick outside by Callow and he lands hard on his side. That was like, there was no fucking, there's no way you could land without hurting yourself on that. Yeah. That was
0: insane. But well, they did uh, work really away from the camera, didn't they? So you didn't really see the impact as much. I thought that was no, quite but
1: good. you knew that, oh, ow. Right on your hip. There's a somersault somersault out on Ray, and he takes another hard bump himself again. Really nice uh, side slam by Callow. Huge top rope victory roll by Callow. There's really nice stuff by him. He really was. He was just pulling all sorts out of the bag. He guillotines Ray's arm, bars it, and does short-arm scissors on it. You don't see that shit. Callow, he he just looks so... He he looks so much better than last week. But that's Ray for you. The guy makes Mm. everyone look fucking mint. I'm not mm. saying callow shit but I'm just saying when you're in with a ray and not a yeah. patsanaka you can get something top tier yeah. out of it abdominal stretch digging his elbows into the ribs doing an abdominal stretch working the midsection oh, fucking that was amazing, amazing. Yeah. it's almost regal level yeah it was working the arm and him, uh, working his arm and, and the ribs keeping him down puts him in a surfboard into a pin for two uh, there's a drop kick, little drop kick hope spot by Ray. And Ray sends Callow out and then a seated sent on. But he's selling his arm as he's doing it. And it's, it was fucking great. Springboard, springboard by Ray, mate, with, met with that drop kick mid-air, like you said, by Callow for two. Back to the arm, keeps switching rings. Ray uh, fights back and does a triple spring rana off the apron to a fucking big pop. No matter who the crowd is, he he gets over with that crowd. I don't care. Yeah. It's is. Is it
0: possible
1: slide. for not, isn't it? Yeah, of course, it is. He's, he's you know, he's he, he does the shit that gets you off your seat. It was a lot of ray selling, which is great because this is what it was like with Milenko, and it was sort of quite a similar blueprint to the match, but mm. with a bit more you know, high spots from, from uh, from Callow baseball slider, a seated somersault sense on springboard, sunset flip, electric chair cuts ray off, a wheel kick, hope spot, and uh, more back and forth. Calo misses a drop kick and lands lands on his neck, which was fucking grim. Yeah. Ray backflips into uh, the second ring, not showing off. Then he does a double springboard runner, as you said, over two fucking rings for free, absolutely belting. Yeah. And then he uh, makes a point to call out Dean in the camera, which I was was quite happy with. Because at least we know we're going to get that again.
0: It's coming. It is coming eventually. I think it might be, it could be Halloween Havoc, something like that. I'm imagining it's coming up soon. Yeah, I'm I think sorry. so. I
1: think uh, Halloween Havoc's got a nice, uh, nice undercard going on as well. I think I said
0: the other week. Yeah, I think I've this. This was brilliant. You know, I don't. I'm not. I'm not this mat. This uh, I'm going to sort of say it now. I think this pay per view is the best we've seen. And, and so, yeah. oh, even just up to this point, we've had three really, really good matches. And we great, haven't necessarily, great, really had good match
1: it. was the best we saw so far. But I think this this tops it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a quality match and possibly one of my favourite if you know it doesn't maybe doesn't quite beat dean and and Ray but it's, no, it's not far off. It? Yeah um,
1: it, it all made sense though so everything made sense it wasn't just high spots for the sake of having high spots. Yeah it was
0: like it was it's something like you said before it was peaks and troughs wasn't it it was like slow it down build it up again slow it down yeah. it was it wasn't just like bang 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 like you see nowadays where it's like from the first whistle it's like fucking yeah. like that. It was it a was really, it was a good story. It was a really good story. Um, I think I think these days
1: they've sort of, it's like Russo booking. They've seen like these big angles, but they when he booked, he saw the big angles, but he didn't remember how to get there and how to come out of it. He just remembered the payoff. Now, like the, the modern stuff, they kind of, they see the high spots and so they just think, well, that's the big payoff. So we'll just do
0: the high spots instead of working up to it and, you know, yeah, there's, a, there's the gotta be has right. gotta be a build to it, hasn't it? You can't just do it every fucking two minutes. It doesn't it's not yeah, special. It right? but, but yeah, I mean I could I could speak about that match for, for hours. I think I, I enjoyed it that much. I was like off I was on the edge of my seat watching that, it was just brilliant. But we won't because next we get <laughs> the quintessential motherfucking Harlem Heat. Yeah, that was brilliant, that wasn't it? The full the full shebang gear. Speaking, speaking shit into the camera. Music. Shame that the managers were there again, but you know, level yeah. off. <laughs> it was sort of was quite uh, nice without them the other week. Wasn't it?
1: That's it. So we get the tag belts next. Tag belts uh, match. Harlem Heat versus the Nasty Boys. There's a massive fucking pot for the mulleted morons. It really was. I love um, them.
2: The
0: crowd here's love a Question them. for you. They were Tarrant contenders, John.
1: Have they got better recently? Or are the public enemy so shit they've moved up the ladder without even trying.
0: The second one, do you know
1: what I mean? Yeah. You reckon? Do you not think they've got got a bit better?
0: Do, do you know what it is? I, I, they're, they're probably not as bad as I think they are. I'm, I'm just not a fan of them. But like putting them in with those jerk offs, fucking the public enemy, Jer- jerk offs. Like that is just a, that that is just a catastrophe, isn't it? There's just no way that yeah. was ever going to work. Um, they the need a enemy, working team, don't they? Yeah, and then they they got it really with with Harlem Heat, definitely because um, they're great as we as we've we've said a few times. Like you said, nasties with a big pop. It was it was it was well and truly in the conversation of a Tarrant doesn't quite get it. I'm afraid though. Um, no,
1: ha- uh, Harlem got a pop as well, and uh, Sherry's yeah. Sherry's out in her assless
0: chaps. I know she that was a good continuation of the story. She's got a new gear on. <laughs> I, I
1: don't know what them tights were underneath. They were fucking. They looked like a Zabisco shirt.
0: It was like one of those like ninety swimming swimming outfits that a mum would wear to the swimming baths, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. A one like piece. a singlet, a singlet, a singlet.
1: <laughs> Get your cosy on, Sandra. We're going, we're going baths. <laughs> Stevie and Sags start, and they go fucking right to it. Big. It's like a proper big man brawl stuff. Sags goes after Sherry. Nasty's clobbering and uh with elbows, Stevie gets some kicks in, you know, a lot of back and forth, clothes lines, drop toe hold, neck breaker to booker, quick tags, isolating the ring. You know, it was you know, isolating Booker off. It was it was classic tag stuff. Big Larry, Sherry distracts, and Stevie just clobbers the fuck out of the nasty boys. Uh, Harlem Heater on top, getting the heat on knobs. Never thought I'd have to say that. hope spot cuts off with a with a flying fist i i was sort of half getting into this and then like the referee distracts sherry hits knobs no cells and gets clobbered from behind it was nice heel work sherry i thought sherry was great in this sherry Sherry's really good parker's irrelevant i don't know why he's there uh, parker's bobbins sherry evades sags the heat still is still on knobs leg drop punches Quick tags and double teams. It was really good. Tag team stuff. I was I was really enjoying this match. Booker gets, gets ducked on a side kick and goes over the top outside. Hot tag to Sags. Great hot tag. Clean up on both. Punches, elbows, face plants, corner splashes, slams. Sags drags Sherry in off the apron. Corking, jumping, pile driver by Sags. I'll give him that. Absolute corker. Stevie uh, saves it and it breaks down. Booker's up top, selling. No, sorry, Booker's selling, Sags is up top, Parker hooks him with the cane, and he goes after him, and he gets nailed by Stevie, Booker's up, Sags back in, scissor kick uh, outside, uh, Stevie and Sherry and Parker twat him as the ref's distracted. Um, They they made a
0: point to actually mention that the ref was distracted as well, which is a key key thing for me in that. Yeah, definitely. Made sense. Because they never mention it, and it's like, is is the ref not just looking at that, they actually made a point to mention it, which i quite enjoyed <laughs> and then uh
1: heenan comes out of a nice line um he says fucking sags what a nickname that is you wouldn't want a family called the sags next door would you <laughs> booker, booker kicks sags on the sly a double face plant high spot by sags heenan comes out with my, my line of the night he goes we get a fresh knobs in there <laughs> there's, there's so much you can work with with knobs it's great <laughs> there's a hot tag to a pop knobs cleans up punches clotheslines backdrop splash for two all four in nasties are on top they hit the hit the finisher parker distracts Kane in with sherry lamps knobs booker pins for free i thought it was pretty decent it's the best nasty boys match i've seen yet you can see you can see parker is causing him to lose down the line you know what I mean? You've got you can see that that's bubbling under that down the line. Parker's going to make him lose, and yeah. um, and them turning on him because they are over as fuck the Harlem Heat organically, and it, and it keeps it open. I don't think it's a bad feud between them. It started off hot with that running, and I think yeah, I think it's all right. I think it's one of the best tag team feuds we've seen. Yeah, personally, yeah, I- yeah it kept it kept up the sort of obviously it wasn't on the level of the last two matches, but it wasn't shit by any stretch
0: of mm-hmm. imagination. No. No, I, I I I I agree with some. I, I thought there was a couple of little messy bits with like the outside stuff, but uh, uh, it was it wasn't that egregious. Uh, and I thought they, I, and to be fair, I was, I'm I'm not a fan of the nasties. I've made no secret of that. But they actually did some pretty simple stuff this week, like you said, some really you know just some standard you know just tag psychology, isolating Booker, and, and and nice quick tags and stuff like that. I always love I just there's something about like a like a, a tag team just so like. Like fluid, where they just bang, tags, tags in, tags in, tags out. I just love watching it. That's why I love watching FTR so much. I think. <laughs> no,
1: I'm on, I'm on the same sort of level as you there. Yeah, definitely.
0: Like I always prefer it when a team, like it, when a team feels like a team, and they, yeah. and like they 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 function at their best when they're working as a fully you know oiled machine, you know, a well oiled machine, if you will. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was it, it was it was it was it was it was a sort of a it was a bit of a, a trough from the, the last match, but it was going to be it, it was never going to be as good as that for me anyway. <laughs> no. And but but it it wasn't to its detriment because it sort of it it got people just just calmed down, and then it built up again towards the end with like the the sort of as you said the sort of fuck, fuck finish at the end. And I think you're right with that. Is there is that little bubbling away of like Parker, like. Is it eventually going to, they're just going to go with Sherry Are they're going to sack him off? They're going to, like, you know, get that sort of big pop when they, they smack him or whatever. Yeah. I think that, that'll happen down the line. It's got it, will not it? It's it's, yeah, it's already feel coming, like
1: bumming, can't you?
0: Yeah. Dusty said one of, one of the strangest little things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> when Sags was, like, trying to get his hands on Sherry, he was like, come on in here, you little fried pie. <laughs>
1: That's what uh, Parker calls him up. My little
3: fried
0: pie. <laughs> I just thought it was just like <laughs> it, it was just so perfect for him. That's the most dusty statement ever heard in my life.
1: I think he's related to Sags as well, Dusty. I think he was, is I he? think, I think he's like his brother in law or something. I know Fred Ottman was uh, Typhoon, the oh, Shockmaster. Shockmaster was related to Dusty as well,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, we see that. No, that's before this, isn't it? Oh no, that's like 92, 93, I think. Yeah, it's quite a while before, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mind it as much. It definitely was better than the the last couple of matches we've seen from uh, from the nasties at pay per views. Anyway, with those fucking yeah, you weeks. didn't even watch one of them, you twat. And I, I don't regret that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I definitely regret watching it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, pretty good. Harlem Heat kicked the titles. Had a nice lengthy reign at this point, haven't they? You know. Few months at least.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent. Really liking yeah.
0: it. And I'm assuming it's gonna continue. So I don't, I don't I don't mind it as much. Um probably be some no DQ match next time, won't it, or something like that, though. Just to, or like a cage match or something like that to keep these two gimps from interfering.
1: Probably. Yeah. Or like Sherry in a shark cage hoisted above the ring or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that, that could work, couldn't it, to be fair. And then we cut to Mike.
5: Isn't it ironic that the man who has been fined and suspended more than any other wrestler in World Championship Wrestling all of a sudden becomes the savior this evening at Fall Brawl? WCW looks to the macho man, Randy Savage. Now you've blamed the giant for dropping the ball in the past, and your opportunity is next. It's your chance to shift that balance of power away from the New World Order. Stop the music!
3: we gotta take the universe and turn it upside down let it happen isn't it ironic yeah you're right couldn't be more right that I the evil necessity of the WCW comes to the plate and guaranteed I'm gonna hit a grand slam against the giant oh yeah been thinking 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 and the only thing that I can think of is to whoop the giant and bring it all the way to Halloween Havoc and then take you, Hollywood
5: Hulk Hogan, and do what I do best. Rip your black heart out of your chest. Randy Savage, one thing you have to remember. You cannot overlook the giant. You can't be looking ahead to Halloween Havoc, even though that's your shot at Hulk Hogan in the World's Heavyweight Championship. You might be right about that. You are right about that. And this moment in time, I'm going to walk
3: down that aisle. And I'm thinking that I'm going to take the giant and cut him in half. And he may be only 44 feet tall when I'm done with him. But, brother, it's going to be a message to the NWO that the macho man in the
5: WCW will not be denied.
3: Here I come.
5: Oh, yeah! randy savage has that opportunity up next when he faces the giant now let's go to the ring and dave penzer
4: Paul Paul, this is
0: mike Tenay i know pulling double duty backstage with old uh
1: randy wearing an upcycled glittery nitro t-shirt which was <laughs> interesting It says <laughs> He says, if they're going to tip the universe, let it happen. He says, uh, it's ironic he's been uh, suspended loads, but now he's the saviour. He calls himself the evil necessity. I thought it was the necessary evil, but, you know, I'll let that slide. (laughs) And he's been thinking, thinking, thinking. He's going to rip out Hogan's black heart. And today reminds him that he has the giant first. And he says, he's going to cut the giant in half.
0: He said something that he's only going to be 46 feet. I didn't know what the hell he was going on about. Because <laughs> yeah, he's, he's clearly 92 feet tall, the
1: giant. <laughs> he's like Godzilla taking over Tokyo.
0: <laughs> it was all right, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the best Randy promo, but, you know, he usually, usually pulls it out. Of the back with the madness, but it was all right. I like the thinking, thinking, thinking line. I've been waiting for him to do that. I'm just waiting yeah. for a cup of coffee in the big time, Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's your favourite, it.
1: <laughs> that is my personal favourite. Yeah, <laughs> and then we get it we straight get away. Savage, yeah? savage, giant grudge match. I am. I'm anticipating my energy levels to drop considerably here.
0: <laughs> you may have been right. <laughs> but he does get a
1: huge pop, old Randy. Was it enough?
0: It was a contender, but it not quite. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's coming though. It's coming. We don't want to give you that. we Don't, we don't wanna, wanna give you, you that. Don't wanna give you that, Randy.
1: Why why has Giant still got his fucking Dungeon of Doom music and then halfway through it changes?
0: Yeah, I thought that. I was like, someone <laughs> in the production. But it was like
2: was it sorry. like a
0: yeah, it was strange. Like He obviously just forgot he joined the NWO, hadn't they? <laughs> it was a
1: mashup. I was expecting Eels. <laughs> eels.
2: <in>.
1: eels, eels. <laughs> Savage won't let him in the ring. I'm looking at the Giant's hair, and I'm thinking, has he had his hair feathered? <laughs> it was all like floppy and, yeah. Patrick's refing, so that's probably going to come into it, probably. Yeah. Giant pulls uh, Savage out and stomps him. Get back in and he clubs him down, boot to the throat, chops, clothesline, the classic giant, you know, act. And then I just stopped a minute and just went, Oh, for fuck's sake, we get a buffer next. (laughs) And it just ruined, just ruined me night. And then um, he does a massive backbreaker, the giant, and sustains it. And then uh, something's happening in the crowd. I don't know what happened because nothing, nothing ever happened. I'm assuming it's some dickhead getting booted out or something, but every every time the crowd looked to the side, You of, think it's like NWO. NWO.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. You do? Even on comms, he said it. Crotch headbutt, no DQ. <laughs> Boston Crab. You know, he's, he, he's done that before, I think, the Boston Crab. Savage, Savage gets uh, to the ropes. And to be honest, to be fair to him, Nick Patrick enforces it. Gets a, Gets a bear hug on. Which has got to be the most boring move in the fucking world. Savage rakes his eyes. Nice classic Hogan babyface heel shit. Uh, he's up top. He dives into a power slam and he misses. And then the, the giant misses the knee drop and sells it. So bang, Randy's in. Zo- zoning on the leg, kicking knee. And then he goes up top. Face plants in for two. Stiff kick. Goes to slam him and gets it. And I'm surprised that he got that, to be fair. I, 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 I thought. <clears throat>
0: I'll just stop you there, though, John. You know you talk, you, you you were waiting it, waiting for it before, but this this moment here, the slam, it's the hashtag Tarrant Pop of the night. It Gets was in. it was electric that moment. The crowd was absolutely losing it. It was superb that bit. Although, you
1: swear to me there because I thought it was going to go to a horseman.
0: See, I did, I, I, I didn't want to. I wanted to keep you guessing. You see, it doesn't always have to be an entrance. It doesn't always have to be an entrance. The Tarrant Pop. It can be used for many different things. It is goes by <laughs> many different names, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, savage, I think that's two weeks in a row. He's got the uh, the savage pop, so he's not the savage pop, it might be called that eventually, but the tarant, might
1: be the old Tazza <laughs> pop. Fair play to him for getting a slam there. I mean, you yeah, know, it was good. Fair folks, he's up top, elbow, and then old uh, Hogan's down. Great, and he goes savage, and uh, savage goes after him, hauls out. Nash is out with chair. Hogan clocks him too. Patrick's not seen it, apparently.
0: He's talking to the Giant, isn't
1: he? Yep. Outsiders and Hogan take him back and he pins for free. I thought it was all right. And it builds up a Hogan feud for Halloween Havoc, to be fair.
0: Yeah. And uh, Dusty also said that Patrick needs his referee license revoked.
1: <laughs> you've, got li- you've got to have a license in the, in, revoked. In
0: the typical, typical Dusty-like disgusted voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was alright I mean, it, it was never going to be a classic, was it? Let's be fair, you know Savage against the Giant it, It's going to be, you know, one sort of style, isn't it? Where there's, the, there's that ability to try and chop It's the chop down the tree thing, isn't it? That's the how Savage got his, his way in the match and things like that But he's definitely but he's like,
1: better with guys like Savage, though, isn't he? Oh, agree? God, yeah
0: When they stick him in with another big bloke, it doesn't work like the psychology's not there, is it? It doesn't quite stick. Um, don't be, don't be slagging the Loch Ness man, off. Oh. Sorry, sorry, that was a classic, wasn't it? Um, so, but like you said though, it's like um, it, it makes the finish made sense as well because like Savage had him beat, but he doesn't actually beat him, and it builds that feud exactly. for the next next pay per view, which is good. They've sort of done quite a good job with Savage the last few weeks, where he's like he's been building up this match, and but he's also had the 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 Hogan match in the sort of back burner as well. So I thought it was all right. Not a, not a good match, but it, if any, more than anything, it built the storyline more. That was what it was sort of there for. So it did its job, I think. But then we get to the uh, the big one. Well, the start of the big one, anyway. The build up for the big one.
5: We get the promo. We are now just minutes away from the War Games, and decision time is here. Ric Flair, which member of the Four Horsemen has been chosen to replace the departed Sting in the War Games matchup against the New World Order? Tonight, we are in the house!
3: The Horsemen built! Sting ain't no Sting! It's Luger! It's Devil A! And it's an HMR! The Horsemen have stepped aside! You hear that, Gene? You hear it? That's the ambulance coming down the highway They get the outsiders. You hear it? That's the medics wheeling in the carts. Very shortly, very shortly, the horsemen kick ass. Woo!
4: The fact Woo! is, Luger, you lost a friend. We lost a partner. WCW lost an icon. But the fact of the matter is, if you want something done right in this life, you were a horseman once. We're just going to do it
3: by ourselves. Sting or no sting? Lex! Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Wait Wait one second. Start it again, brother. I've been waiting six days for this. I got to hear this, but you better make it short and sweet. All I got to is
4: I'll make it real short. All I got to say is it was not me on Monday night. It wasn't me, Lex!
3: Well, I'll tell you what. We got a war games right now. I saw you. I looked you right in the face before you cheap shot at me. And Stinger, I know it was you. I can't believe you, and I don't believe you. If you
4: can't believe me, then
3: so be it. I'll see you in a while. I hope we do. Luger, you're a lean, mean,
5: raspberry machine. Tonight, we walk the aisle. It's time for the war games. Let's go to the ring and Michael Buffer.
0: So I and Mike's backstage, the non-rapist. We've, we've, uh, yeah, they do not,
1: not... You're a prick, I was going to do that, gag. Not the, not the rapey one. Yeah. <laughs> He's with uh, Flair, Anne, Lord Woodentop, Woman and Liz. Mongo and Deborah, are conspicuous by their absence tonight. No sting. The, the, the gag was gonna be, guys. Look there's Flair with another with another iron mic. Two weeks in a row. Not the rapist. <laughs> Matt <have> fucks it. <laughs> Who's the fourth guy? <laughs> Flair says it they're in you're in the house that the horseman built. There's no fourth man. He calls Tane Gene because he gets carried away. And he says, Can he hear an ambulance in the distance? He's pumped as fuck. He's definitely had a few lines of Tony Khan's shit, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, he definitely has.
1: <laughs> and again, loved it. Luger lost a friend, he lost a partner, and WCW lost an icon. He said, yep. well, "If you want it doing, we do it ourselves." Luger was a horseman once, and he and he'll do. it. He knows what to do. Luger's hair looks fucking weird. It looks like Doc Brown out of Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, he, he done something different. It was all like it was like proud mane, wasn't it? It was like weird. <laughs> Proud mane, he looks like his fucking hair dryer's gone pear
0: shapes, and the fucking,
1: electrocute <laughs> it's electrocuted.
0: like a lion's mane, though, and it was all over the place rather than the like, the, 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 the tied-up ponytail he normally has. <laughs> it was it was fucking shocking.
1: Sting rocks up. Luger wants an explanation. and and Flair don't particularly. It's taken him six days to fucking rock up and explain himself. It's supposed to be mates, get him on the blower, knock on for him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You own a gym together, fucking see him there six fucking days. No wonder. No wonder everyone's going, Oh, oh Sting. No wonder no fucker believes you sting. he's taking you six days. You fucking weren't anywhere to be seen the other week. You're still probably fucking doing your fucking Maverick bit chasing the fucking in a robbed cop car. And it <laughs> it, it, it make it just makes no fucking sense, this at all. I know.
0: I know. It's and it's like Luke Luga was like I looked you in the eyes and I knew it was you before you cheap shot me. It's like you don't know your friend very well then. <laughs> no. And, and do
1: you not remember the Dungeon of Doom, Jimmy Hart, uh, Luger Allegiance? And everyone was like, oh, is Luger on? Whose side's Luger on? And all that shit. Sting forgave him. Yeah. One, one, one time Sting was a bit of a dodgy cunt. Was, nah, uh, no. <laughs> and then um, Luger says he knows it was him. It wasn't. And then he, he says he can't, but he, he can't believe him, and he won't believe him. He doesn't believe him, and then Sting just goes like as nonchalantly as you as you wouldn't do with you one of your best friends. You go, well, if you can't believe me, then so be it. I'll see you in a while, <laughs> and and I'm like, <laughs> see in a while? Are you meeting him for a beer later or something, Joey? <laughs> you know I
0: know, mean? uh, odd that day, wouldn't it? It was just like, oh, it you're was, not my friend.
1: It was classic horseshit wooden tops with. <laughs> two standouts and then and it's almost like AEW levels of fucking oh you're not my friend Angle do you know, and, what, the uh, is, do you
0: know what the worst bit is do you know the worst bit is possibly the, the last top. the last moment we see them converse
1: at a backstage the end of the wooden tops I mean uh, I mean um, I'm heartbroken for the comedy who we're going to give fucking Banter the Night to now who are we were going to give Fucking dick in a day
0: too,
1: you know. there's got to be some. the, jo-
0: else, the jo- I, know. Is. I know, I know, I know that they're, they're a bit, they're a bit silly, but I will miss them. They've become, they've become prevalent in my weekends watching this every week, and it's just <laughs> they're not going to be there anymore. It's, it's like they've been that one constant in my life for the last three months or four months. We've been watching it, and now they're gone. It's like the queen. <laughs>
1: Somehow I don't think the wooden tops are going to get a state funeral.
2: I <laughs> they might give
1: do... a- yeah, they might do. for us. I mean, we'll put we'll put our action figures in a, in a basket and take them to Westminster, lying <laughs> in state. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 David David Beckham will be queuing for ten hours to see the fuckers.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sch-
0: Schofield will just push in. <laughs> It's been 10 days now. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. too, too soon. <laughs> Never too soon. <laughs> but anyway, we, we moved on from that heartbreaking moment.
1: Just one last thing. Uh, Flair screams, Luger, you're a lean, mean wrestling machine. Bit of a stretch, that, isn't it? He's lean yeah. and mean. Well, he's lean. He's
0: not a wrestling machine. Well, I don't he's, not, he's
1: not even lean. He's just his show muscles. Yeah, he's fuck all. <laughs> Um, and then we get Michael Fulkeem Buffer.
0: He's back. I haven't seen him in a while. And he he, he basically has uh, a script in his hand.
1: <laughs> yeah, ru- ru- rules of uh, war games read by Charisma Vacuum, Michael Buffer.
6: And so where was he? Well, well, ladies I mean... and gentlemen, welcome to WCW 1996 War Brawl War Game. An event like no other in the world. I have here the official rules for War Games. There are seven periods in War Games. The first period lasts five minutes. All other periods are two minutes. One man from each team enters during the first period. With one minute remaining in the first period, the head referee flips a coin. The winner of the toss sends in a second man. After period two ends, the other team sends its second man making it two on two after period three the coin flip winner sends their third man the teams alternate during the remaining periods until all eight men are in there are no pinfalls countouts or disqualifications victory is achieved by surrender or submission Official time has kept the ringside. The head referee has final say in war games. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here are the
0: names In his um in his uh, what was he wearing? What was he wearing, John?
1: I don't know, but it looked like fucking eighties fucking Vince McMahon announcer gimmick. <laughs> what a maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it takes forty five fucking years for him to announce the shit. I know, I, I was going to write the rules down, but I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I'll, really I'll, put couldn't. It in. I'll put it in, don't worry. So apologies, guys, you're going to have to listen to Buffer.
0: <laughs> so he, he he said that NWO has four men. They've only released three of the names, so we know Hogan, Nash, Hall, and the, the last one will be revealed on his entrance. And then he says oh, WCW only has three men. Written down at this point, so that's Flair, Anne and Luger, as we already knew. The what the the fourth man is, you know, a mystery it's for both teams. To be fair, this um, sting <laughs> <laughs> for both of them. <laughs> so we get um we get that cheesy music again starts playing while while Hall while Hall makes his way to the ring, flanked by DiBiase, and I think that 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 as a as a as an act would work amazingly well you know just as a single's like with with hall like with DiBiase as his like manager i think that would be amazing i was, I was just thinking that as they came down together possibly um, i
1: just i just wrote let's get ready to mumble <laughs> fucking useless cunt
0: <laughs> but uh, the the band started out for WCW was an and i was just thinking this should be a good first five decent, minutes. decent
1: yeah yeah i put that um, these these two should be good with the endomorphic cyborg enforcement unit in <laughs>
0: No music was a bit odd, do you not think?
1: No, no, I thought it was right to do no music. I'm, I, I get a bit fucking annoyed with music these days. They do music for everything. I think this. I think the no music added a bit more seriousness to it. It's like, it's not time for showboating and shit. It's, you know. Right. Yeah, that's fair I, enough. Pers- personally, that's what I felt, but yeah.
0: I always get a bit of a buzz when I hear the NWO music, though. So It sounds like a bit gutted that I didn't get to hear it, <laughs> apart from on the giant yeah. band.
1: It's all right. It's our entrance theme. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you'll hear it next week.
0: Yeah, no. no. <laughs> what do you reckon to this first five minutes then?
1: It started off like a big brawl. Gut stomps, clotheslines, uh, ramming into the cage, obviously. Patrick's in the cage. Wonderful. Chop block by Arn. Starts working the legs, smart because he's the bigger guy. Hall takes over. There's back and forth. There's a nice sleeper by Arn And Bobby's screaming, choke him. Do what you've got to do. This is war. <laughs> like, proper going for it. You side suplex, both da- both are down. The crowd's going fucking mad. And then they announced that uh, the NWO have won the toss in the back, which is how it should be. The heel should always get the man advantage.
0: Yep,
1: and uh, and then your mate comes That's down, quite,
0: doesn't work. No, don't right, work.
1: It? No, did, did 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 the baby faces win the toss on the blood and guts thing? Or did, they, did the heels no, it's they've
0: done heels both times, I think. Yeah, that's fair enough then.
1: That's they did it great.
0: on WWF. They did the babyface women winning, a, winning the, the advantage. It just didn't work. I think Cornet actually slated it. <laughs> that doesn't oh, surprise what? me in the slightest. <laughs> but yeah, it has to be the heels get the bad advantage. It just doesn't work, does it, otherwise? They
1: made, um, they made a point of saying that because of the
0: animosity and the heat that's gone
1: on, they're all in the back first where they're usually waiting by the side of the cage. Yeah, and, that the, was and the and the and the flip takes place outside the cage. So yeah, it was it was I'm glad that they brought that up because you know it's certain little details that they leave out sometimes is a bit, you know, it, it could have added more to it, if you know what I
0: mean. Yeah, that was a good point to make. Here comes the man, the man, the big sexy, big daddy cool, Kevin Nash. Here he comes. What do you think he was time?
1: Diesel? It's the same gear he always wears.
0: It's a different, I thought is that, it was a different one. It's that red shit? You don't like the red red gear, do you, actually, haven't said that? Well, not, no, I'm not, not a fan. But, like, the rules the rules were that it was, like, after the first five minutes, it was every two minutes, wasn't it? Was that the original yeah. rules for games, or was that modified or anything like that? No, it was every one minute, I think, wasn't it? I can't remember. No, it was, it was I always thought it was
1: every two, well, two minutes. I, yeah, I think, no, I think that's the, the proper rules, to be fair. Hmm.
0: Yeah, um... But it just works, doesn't it, when you've, you've got that, that ability to have, it, it works in like you've got that two minutes where the heels will dominate, and then you've got that two minutes where the, he, the the baby faces get their little hope, and then it sort of, that's why it has to be the heel, doesn't it? It it, it, it doesn't work the yeah. other way around. You know, no, psychologically, it has to be like that,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was just like that. I did like the fact that it was like that sort of looming presence of Nick Patrick in the match, but. Like you, you, you wondered whether he was going to do something, whether he was going to do something. But like, to be fair, he didn't really do anything. And I think no, it's it
1: just a slow burn of this one. I think yeah, like,
0: and I think that's quite good. I think that <laughs> I didn't. It's good that they didn't pull the trigger. Let it simmer. <laughs> there was an absolute that uh, just before that coin toss there, there was an absolute superb spine on the pine by Arn, as he as you just expect spine on the pine.
2: <laughs> do like
0: that. that's, that's nice. I'll give you that. <laughs> I can't take any credit. That's JR's. That <laughs> is it? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I could have easily took credit there, but um, but you could have uh, done. I've just
1: got something I've missed off the old uh, do I remember him said it.
0: Pine on the pine. <laughs>
1: I, I've probably heard it. I just 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 not registered with me, probably.
0: And and uh, when Nash comes down, he's sort of fighting them both off, which is just like cat. Characteristic of Arn Anderson in it. He's just, there's no yeah. quitting that fucker. He well, gets no, get swarmed, a, absolutely swarmed, doesn't he? Gets cut off of a big boot by Nash and they'd lob him into the cage with some serious impact. Snake eyes by Nash, move number two. Um, <laughs> followed up by a clothesline by Hall, though. So that bit really looked really good. Um,
1: yeah, I, I, I quite enjoyed him as a tag team. I think Hall brings a lot more out of Nash than you'd get on his own, personally. Yeah. I think they work quite well, don't they? They've got that instant yeah, chemistry. Yeah, chemistry, yeah. Yeah. I liked um, how Bobby put over the importance of DiBiossi, though. Like he was yeah. saying, you know, they don't count DiBiossi out on the side. You know, he, he does add things to, to the mix, kind of thing. So.
0: Yeah. I like DiBiossi in this role, to be fair. He doesn't really do much in this match, but I just like that he's got that presence of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's got the cachet, hasn't he? Yeah, he does. Luger come down a bit early for my liking. I don't know about you. Yeah, uh, yes, just didn't get the timing quite right, did they? <laughs> no,
1: he was uh hes a classic wooden top action, isn't it just absolute numpty,
0: unaware as fuck. <laughs> but he gets in there, he hits a big, a big double clothesline on National Hall, and he gets a huge pop.
1: He got—he he got a he ice fuck he gets a fucking Chrissy T with that.
0: That—that that was well and truly in with a shout with a Chrissy T that. I mean, he could easily have got that. It was 50-50 between that and, and Savage. Um, you got to give it Savage. You have to go to Savage for, the, for, that, for that lift. Um, he's an absolute tear, though, isn't he? He's like, it's the best I've seen him, Luger. I quite like him when he does these sort of fired-up bits, but he just doesn't really do him enough, does he?
1: Like, yeah, because you can only really do him so many times a match, and that's all he's really good at.
0: <laughs> the crowd loves him, though. The crowd absolutely yeah, they do. loves him. They're well they into him
1: it's ridiculous
0: i think i've heard nash on a, on a on a kayfabe commentaries or something like that talking about luga was one of the almost over things at the time you know oh he, yeah of course he was yeah yeah and, him and they sort of, were massive and they thought of they had to pull the trigger on him at one point i'm not sure when that happens but i think it happens eventually where he, he might beat hogan down the line i can't remember when that is yeah. <laughs> trying to get hogan to agree to that brother that was interesting. I think it's that one where they where they um, where they say, "Oh, let him beat you on the pay per view, but we'll just te- we'll just steal the tape so they can't show the replay." That was one of the oh, things.
1: With, the, that... with rack, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah as I say, the crowd's buzzing for Luger. Arn's back on his feet, and he's sort of sticking it to Nash and like he's shoving him into the cage. That bit was really good. I thought that was really good. Hogan's down. He's early as well. There's no. There was no. Sense of timing was there in this match with the with the entrance and stuff like that. Lug- Lugan and Arn are trying to sort of double team, double team Hogan as he gets in, just to sort of stop that numbers game. But eventually, it just takes over. It's always going to catch up with you, isn't it? Yeah, and it's good. It, that's the psychology of the war games, isn't it? It Just you know, hundred percent. Yeah, and then you the, get you get big like we want Flair chance that that the, the sort of what they're there for really. And yeah, and
1: when the pot... fire was due, did you not notice? Did you not notice that big lady just stood around already got the money, brother?
0: Oh, yeah, for sake. <laughs> stood there waiting. Yeah, no, he gets a pot, but it's not as big as I was expecting. No, you um, expect that to be the Tarrant, don't you? That's what I—that's that, what I was banking it on. You know, it, it yeah. was probably going to go to Luger, if not, you know, if it didn't happen, that Savage thing. But the the, yeah. the flare one wasn't as big. I don't know if that was that. Do you think it could have been because he didn't have that sort of woo, you know, the music that when he comes out and stuff like that. Maybe they just spent because they've just been popping over Luger like fucking crazy. Maybe, maybe.
1: Um, I can just imagine you expecting the flare pop to win it and then just shitty shit. I best go going back over your notes. Right, where was the other one?
0: <laughs> I was banking it, but to be fair though, like I I had a feeling that I put I put in my notes that I, I can't see anything beating that Savage one because it was like. Ooh, oh, it was it's like, everyone on, was on the feet. Everyone was on the feet for that one. So here comes Flair and he's like, you know, come at me. He's, like in the, he's in the second ring and they're all in the other one. And he's like, come on then, let's have it. Um, Crowd's fucking rabid though. Hot as rabid. hell at this point, yeah. yeah. Double screen gimmick comes back. Briefly. Briefly. Very briefly. Very briefly. Yeah. And then they get the momentum back. Um, WCW team or the horseman team, whatever you want to call them. Hogan's locked in the figure four for a bit. And here comes Sting, in inverted commas, (laughs) for (laughs) for NWO. And he's like... uh, His
1: hair's not as shit, to be fair. I'll
0: give him that. No, it's not. I mean, to be fair, on glance, you'd think, oh, yeah, it's probably his Sting. He doesn't quite do the, you know, the woo thing, like, as as good as Sting does. He didn't quite get that. Yeah, it was shit. (laughs) Um, He starts doing, like, some Stinger splashes and stuff, and, like, Bobby's an absolute bag of nerves, like, waiting for the fourth man for WCW. He's like, who is it? He's like, who is Mm -hmm. it? I can't believe it. Because he's thinking that sting in the ring, obviously. And he's like, uh,
1: Did you see Nash chat a powerbomb Luger forgetting there's a fucking roof on the cage?
0: (laughs) I must have missed that. I didn't see that actually.
1: (laughs) It's sort Luger's got his legs caught on the top, and I'm just thinking, You're going to break the fuckers' neck. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll I'll happily accept that. (laughs) But
0: (laughs) yeah, like the, 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 the the NWO sting sort of having a bit of a high sort of point where he's you know, giving splashes to everyone and stuff. He's more wooden than the real sting, though. I know. <laughs> it made me appreciate the actual sting a bit more.
1: <laughs> I know, just just slightly though.
0: But here, here comes the real sting. Everyone's losing it. To be fair, he you know, gets a good reaction, but it's almost like confusion as well. It's like what, like what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was one of them. It's like what the? F- why would? Why would they make a fake sting? It, it's an odd one. Bobby's absolutely incessant on commentaries. <laughs> absolutely know. losing his shit. Brilliant. <laughs> um, they all stick- stop
1: and watch him, though, don't they? Like they're all stopping and watching him, and then and then it's like he got. like
0: why why stare. why are NWO shocked though. It's like you know, know it's I not know. him.
1: This, <laughs> is blag. this is your black. This is your black mate.
0: <laughs> so it's like why are you stopping and staring? You know, for a fine fact, you haven't got the actual sting. <laughs> he's giving stinger splashes galore, actual decent ones, to be fair. And he gives it the actual, you know, the, he does oh, like yeah, a wound, It he? was quality. Yeah. It was, the
1: crowd's hot as
0: hell. Yeah. Crowd's hot as hell. But then he's like, you he's, he can hear him say, is that, is that good enough for you? He tells him to stick it. I think he gives him ones up or two. I can't remember what he did. Yeah, um, you
1: know he gives him up yours thing, doesn't he? And he just
0: oh finish. yeah, yeah, and just leaves. I'm guessing that's the start of the whole loner gimmick thing. I'm guessing that's like
1: yeah, yeah, oh I, yeah, this is this is the genesis of it. Yeah, I guess um, it's like
0: you all turned your back on me, so I'm gonna sort of I, I can't trust anyone type thing. Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I noticed something quite interesting after Sting had gone off. This is a submission match. Hogan's mm. doing leg drops. <laughs> fuck's, fuck's the point? The co- the commentary selling there like the absolute sorrow to sting the like it's like fucking begging a jilted lover to come back isn't it.
0: Yeah, it's a good um, job Mitch uh, wasn't on because he'd have been like he would have been like crying. I think he was on. He would have been on I the verge.
1: And uh, the snide snide pound shop sting has Luger in a scorpion deathlock as Hogan front front face locks him in the second ring. Nash gets his fo- foot caught in the camera wire, which was funny as fuck. So try to, he was trying to climb over the top rope, and the guy's like helping him out. I'm like, well, he's supposed to be NWO, mate. You're a WCW cameraman. Don't help the <laughs> cunt. you just ruin continuity, here." Eh? <laughs> and Patrick rings the bell. has given up, apparently. And
0: they just he fucking out, they carry said, on. He sort of just, yeah,
1: just out. carry it on, and there's just a fucking 40 years of afterbirth after it.
0: Yeah, the afterbirth went on way too long, didn't it, to be fair?
1: Fuck, mate. I had a birthday. I'd, I'd shaved twice.
0: There was elements of it that were quite good, but then uh, it was just like, "Come on, let's just." It was like you could see on like when we were when I was watching, there was like ten minutes left of the of the show, and i figured, thinking, "Bloody hell, are they getting ten minutes out of this?" And know, it's well, like,
1: they, they dragged that fucker out? Didn't they?
0: To be fair, like they sort of they went for Luger and, and on on the outside and stuff, but then Matt shows down. He's recovered. Yeah, um. always. <laughs> his assault about two, an hour ago or whatever it
1: was um you see the cell job of luger it was shocking he sort of crawling proper wooden shouting sting yeah.
0: <laughs> stinger stinger fucking,
1: oh god it was it was dreadful it was like watching a fucking amorphic chair just crawl <laughs> fucking wooden bastard <laughs> i like watching, like watching a fucking Billy bookcase from Ikea, Ikea crawl down the fucking aisle. It was
0: shite. <laughs> so Savage Savage comes down and he sort of makes a beeline for Hogan, gets him in the ring, but Hogan like holds him off just in time for the giant to get there. There's a massive choke chokeslam to Savage, but Liz comes down unexpectedly. Um,
1: Very unexpectedly.
0: Because... Last time they sort of interacted, she gave him a right big smack in the face, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, and Lizzie's sort of pleading with Hogan to stop and and she's sort of like like laying over the top of him so they don't like don't attack him any further. And they just start spraying NWO all over her. <laughs>
1: like, no, and like... Yeah. He managed to get the four life right on her ass. <laughs>
0: And then Hogan grabs a mic.
4: He is demanding a microphone now. And he got David Penzers. You know what, guys? This is insane. Yo, Winston
3: Salem! Wow. You know something? These two losers, these two low lives they made a sacred oath and they said that they would be together until death do us part well courtesy of the nwo and <laughs> hollywood hogan we're gonna make that happen two pieces of trash
4: Spitting on her, spitting on her, and the spits on man. Elizabeth. This is the lowest point in the history of WCW events, and they've won it, Tony. And he is the lowest wrestler that's ever walked the face of the earth. He is no good. He loves himself only.
0: He actually says a good line to start with. He says something like, uh, "Those two, ma- these, these two losers, made an oath of death to us part." And then the NW are gonna oh make God. that make that a reality. Which I thought it's that was bits all right. On him. <laughs> on <him is> gruff. <laughs> and then the ring the rings just getting peppered again. It's a big good yeah. heat to be fair. Good heat. Um fake stings fucked spray... off, has not he? Yeah, where's he gone? he's, he's that's no him running it?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and then they start spray painting Savage sort of systematically breaking that man down <laughs> as much as they can. And then they're all sort of going for Liz in the corner. <laughs> I felt quite sorry for her. It was, it, like... was,
1: it was fucking harrowing, mate. It was a yeah. bit it was a bit rapey fucking you know domestic assault kind of thing. It was yeah yeah you know, it, it wasn't so comfortable but
0: it worked didn't it? it like there was fucking big time heat on them. And and they have been getting of... that. Like, they'd, oh yeah no, be... yeah it's
1: real heat yeah and then the giant starts whittering in the fucking camera about Michelangelo and other artists and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And um, and then Hogan does his stupid catchphrase. Whether you like it or you don't, it's the best thing going today. It gives him another chokeslam. It's fucking taking forever, this now.
0: Yeah. There was elements yeah. of it that were all right, but it was just like, come
1: on. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they're they... all in shock at the comms booth. They want someone to get Liz out. They're selling, they are selling it big, to be fair. They all wish they trusted Sting. Luger always get it. Luger always gets injured. He's the yeah. one that they always carry out on a stretcher, bash at the beach. It was Luger,
0: yeah, injury angle.
1: Yeah, then they do the new gimmick of coming to the comms booth with an NWO country sign.
4: I don't. Uh, can we? Can we go get somebody to get in there and get her out for crying out loud. She's trapped all by herself in there. I don't know what she's going to do. I, and I guess the in their crowning. This is how these guys, these vandals, these thugs. These outlaws, these outsiders, and the big jerk Hulk Hogan celebrate their victory by attacking a lady. I mean, she's crying her eyes out in that ring. She's been spray-painted. The macho man, I would say he's, what, 10% good? Maybe 8%? There's nothing left of him. You saw Luger. Who knows if Luger will ever wrestle again the number they did on his spine. These guys mean business. I know They they mean business. I know they do. They'll attack anybody. They came in here with the, you know, with the just all-out, you know, Douglas, effort, man, it's just phenomenal. They ha- the the Oaklache goes high tide is 2020. If only Sting would have been trusted in the locker room area, it would have evened up the sides. Because the prevalent thing in war games, obviously, when you had that one man advantage, you had the advantage. Yeah. Luger seriously injured. Uh, we hope to get an update on him. But we had it. You saw what Sting did by himself in there. Yes. Had Sting started the match and stayed with the the the, the, the horseman. We'd have beaten the NWO. We'd have beaten those guys. Stinked it single-handedly. Then he leaves. He walks away. I want to let you know that... Oh, for crying out loud.
3: Hey, daydream believer. You can take that all the way to the bank, brother. This is NWO. W-O-Country Retire, this message is brought to you for the Ric Flair Retirement
4: Well, ladies and gentlemen that about wraps it up here in Winston-Salem by God Now that we've proven
3: that we're the best there is. You know we made some demands. Well, we want every one of them honored. That's right. No more outsiders. The NWO for life.
2: No one. So I, watch. Watch. T- I t- want the
1: They berate Dusty, and he wants his demands honored.
0: And he goes off DBS air his with bit. just like DBS's yeah. bit. Like we we made our demands, and now we want them honored. Serious, yeah. really good. Short, the giant sweet to the point. Yeah, the giant, the oh, giant shit. awful. When he was like doing that retirement fund, it's like Nash did that last week, mate. Come on, you can't don't do it again. He's so bad. <laughs> I hate him so much. Yeah, he's 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 <laughs> pony, but he's still not even been in it a year. I know.
1: And he's he's he just set up. In for, he's already turned twice, and he yes.
0: like so. Yeah, that's his career.
1: So, that's his career. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's his whole career. <laughs>
1: Sets him up. So, what were your uh, overall thoughts about this? Because I thought it was about this match. I thought it was. I thought it was as a spectacle. I thought it was great. I thought yeah. the afterbirth was, yeah, longer than it should be. I thought the sting bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm still a bit with the sting but i think it made fuck all sense in the long run because it just there was there was nothing to it he just come out and it was like see like
0: you fucking mad bastard yeah do do you know what it was with it what it probably would have had more impact if the if sting just wasn't there and you just there was that like is it sting do i mean there's like little bits of like if Sting didn't turn up and then you started seeing him in the rafters, like another like a, a shadowy character, and you're like, who's that? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. with this, like, it made it like very like, all right, it's not him. Whatever. That's the end of that point of the storyline. Um, but as you said, the match as, a, as in total, I I thought it was pretty good as like a as a, as a main event. It's definitely the best main event they've had.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. There's, I mean, we've had some absolute fucking atrocities <laughs> that has made events, haven't we? Giant, giant Hogan,
0: fucking you know. Yeah, that wasn't great. But this this was good, and it was built well, apart from little bits and pieces that weren't good. But for the majority of the time on TV, it was, it was they built towards it pretty well. Yeah, and it, I agree. And it had, had quality people in it, to be fair.
1: Overall, as a pay-per-view, this is definitely the best pay-per-view we've seen on this run. Uh, it's better than Great American no, no. Bash. I think the only the only stinker on the match was on the card was um Hoovey Conan. I just I know I've heard people rave about that match. Genuinely. I just I just don't get it myself. But um, it was like it was like watching a pound shop Super Calo Ray or a Pound Shop Dean Ray. It was like a shit shitty version of two guys that try to do what them two are doing
0: and just can't do it as well. Yeah, that's that's the perfect way to describe it. But I thought, as you say, this was definitely the best pay-per-view we've seen and there was at least three, three, three matches on it that possibly were some of my favourite matches we've seen the entire run through so far. Yeah, um, even
1: the Nasty Boys pulled out a half-decent match. It was, I couldn't believe it. Yeah.
0: And the the Savage Giant match—it wasn't a great match, but it favoured storyline, so it—it it it wasn't. Purpose.
1: It wasn't an absolute fucking stinker, was it? Do you know what I mean? No, no.
0: It was a good card. It was, and and it delivered. It, it more than delivered, and and because I had good high hopes for it, and, and I think it definitely delivered. As we've we've come to the end of Four Brawl, we will uh, go to our standard post pay per view awards. Start off with um, match of the night. Tough one. So it
1: is a tough one. I want to give some some love to the DDP chavo and Jericho Benoit, and also also the main event as a spectacle uh, for the angle, but for me it's 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 Ray and Supercolor. I think that was
0: by far, yeah, one of the best matches we've seen on this run. Can't can't I can't disagree. It was as I said earlier. It was I was loving it. I was into every second of it. Which I, 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 it was a great match, but it was it, um, another part of it was just the surprise factor. I wasn't expecting it to be good. I was expecting it to be average, but it, it turned out to be an absolute belter. And I'd, eas- I'd easily stick that match on again. I'd oh, yeah, good, yeah. Match again, I, I thought it was brilliant. Next one, though. Most viable player, MVP. What are you saying? Tough one again.
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to have to go for. Flair, Arn, and Luger maybe as a, as a, as a entity. Cause I think the, the, the pops they got, the, you know, the fired up sort of baby, it's, it's rare. You see Arn and Flair work as a baby face. Mm. Um, and it was just nice to see And they, they, they've got good baby face fire. And I don't know. I think, I think they got the most out of the sort of NWO. They got the most out of the Hogan and, and the Nashies and stuff, you know, who aren't quote unquote, Skilled in ring workers, uh, I, I, I think. I think they made that war games. If it had been if it had been NWO versus anyone, anybody, anybody else, I think it would have been a bit weak. Flat. But I think, yeah, I think, I think because it was Horseman country and it was main event with the Horseman, I sort of came it together. Well, did it. it? Yeah, they elevated it, and you know, you can't. I can't give. I can't give it Ray without giving it Calo, I can't give it. DDP mm. without giving it, Chavo. I can't give it. You know, I just think as a unit, them three. Uh, even Sting's brief cameo was was decent. I, I I don't get why he fucked off. It was weird.
0: Uh, but what about you? I think I might have just to give it to to Luger. Sorry to uh, sorry to to Mister Luger. Just for that little two minute stint, where he was absolutely like the hottest thing on the show. Yeah, I, but
1: that that crawled crawling fucking. <laughs> Well, end, yeah. That
0: was quite funny, though. That'll be one of the things you remember from this show, though. <laughs> yeah, true. I like the wooden true. top highlight reel, that.
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> yeah, I could have
0: given, uh, given it to Flair. I'll give it to Luca because I just, uh, I just, I I want to give a bit of love before we sort of see the end of the wooden tops. I don't want it all to be doom and gloom about them. We're going to have to put a, a wooden top package together. <laughs> A wooden top special,
1: all the all the great memories. <laughs> It'll be about six minutes long and, uh, yeah, that'll be about it. <laughs> Who, who's, uh, your, who's your dick of the
0: day? Dick of the day is uh, Juventus Guerrero for making <laughs> for look like a complete and utter tit coming to the ring <laughs> and putting on probably the worst match of the, well, easily the worst match of the night. In, in an otherwise pretty damn good show, it, that was the only blip on it. Really, I'm gonna I'm gonna give
1: mine as a as a kayfabe award because in kayfabe, this guy shouldn't have done what he did, right? Sting for being a mad ass. Look at it objectively, right? No wonder they fucking didn't believe he'd you, you have Twat in kayfabe. <laughs> Right? You're supposed to be all about the fans, the little stingers and everything like that. And you've come in and gone, right, all right, there's my little two seconds, fuck off. And you've just, you've gone to cried about it. I think it was fucking pathetic. It's the start of something though, John. (laughs) Yeah, but why would you want to follow that guy as your main baby face now that he's just been a little fanny and walked off?
2: When, to be fair,
0: he's brought it on himself. I'm sure we'll see, because I'm pretty sure he becomes the hottest thing on the show. <laughs> so we we'll gonna have to watch
1: his matches, which is great. Uh, Barnet of the Night, Mark. It's going to have to be uh, Back to the Future, Lex Luger.
0: <laughs> is that where you're going, man? Yep. What about what about Benoit's slick back, sleazy bullet? That was fucking
1: greasy as, uh, as fuck, but no, it's got to be the... Uh... Lex Luger, he's been in his DeLorean. He's uh, he's hit eighty-eight point eight mile, whatever it is, to get to <laughs> to get back to the future. He's going, to got to try and bang Marty McFly's mum. You know, he's loving
0: it. <laughs> he looked like Marty McFly's mum for <laughs> <with> that hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah he he <laughs> I can I can't not give it to Benoit. That hair was disgraceful. It was disgraceful. He looked
1: like um, with a leather jacket on, with a leather waistcoat. He looked like. You look like every 80s sort of rapey guy in an alleyway in an American film, do you know what I mean? Like he's got yeah. a flick knife in his pocket.
0: Yeah. Don't want to be coming down here. <laughs> well, you wouldn't, would you? No. <laughs> yeah, so that's a Shared Award this week, I think. I can't not give it to him.
1: <laughs> no, I completely agree with you. Um, it, was, it was horrendous. It was. <laughs> So that's another that's another one in the bag. As soon as we're in, on a sort of high note again, after what a great pay per view, shall we? Uh, shall we carry on our game from last week? Let's carry it on. I think we should. Eight out, eight out of ten cunts. The B sides. <laughs> so as last week, um, we're going to go through the men's mail roster. Don't worry, ladies. We will get onto the female roster soon. I don't understand why they've um, they've split it, but. Um, we are on to the, well, we're we started off on B. So we'll see how far we get along on the Bs, because I think there's quite a few more Bs than there is A's. So let's start and we'll see, as always, whether Mark would hire or unhire any of these 10 people and if we can prove Kenny Omega wrong or right <laughs> this week. So, God, these two haven't even got their own Wikipedia page. So I'm going to start off with Bear Boulder.
0: I don't even know that. I don't think I know who that is. Oh, oh yeah, the I bear Country. It. Yeah, that's it. No, <laughs> bear, bear Bronson. Well, seeing as I'm not hiring his tag partner, I, it'd be ruled. It'd be it'd be cruel to sign him on his own, wouldn't it? So I'm afraid not. <laughs> that's it. Billy Gunn. Yes. The blade. No, not a fan. I don't know who this guy is, Blake Christian. I have no idea that is, so I'll say no. Brandon Cutler, fuck no, fuck. Real no. name, real name,
1: Brandon Bogle, double B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian
0: Cage. Yeah, I think he had some it, but he's. A, I think, yeah, I would probably sign him because he, he 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 had some it, but he just, just never on TV. <laughs> Get your shit in. Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's there's a there's a project there that you could build around him.
1: Brock Anderson, sort of uh uh surrogate dad.
0: I'd have to because I love Arn. I need and I, I can't I can't upset Arn.
1: No, you can't. Uh and last last one on this list this week,
0: Brody King. I don't really like him. But he does have a bit of a <laughs> unique sort of look and stuff. I don't really like him. <laughs> um, yeah, go on then. I'd hire him. Why not?
1: For the second week on the road, on the trot, um, five out of ten cunts.
0: Five out of ten. Bloody hell. Yeah. Probably Ken- being generous
1: Probably. So I mean, I'd I'd hire one, two, three of them. Three. One. because one I don't like to piss off Anne. Two. Brian Pillman's kid. And three, Billy Gunn as a coach slash, you know, in ring mentor guy. Next week, we've got half B's and half C's. So for two weeks on the trot, Kenneth is wrong. Yeah. Sorry, Kenneth. It's always good to prove that fucker wrong. Always <laughs> nice. And we're doing it legitimately this time. <laughs> so we've gone long today, longer than usual. So what we'll do, we'll, we'll, uh, We'll uh, put over next week, which is the I do believe sixteenth of uh, September, nineteen ninety six, the the one after. See, uh, we'll see what happens there. See if any more angles, new angles starting. Uh, yeah. End of any angles. See what NWO wackiness is going to go on this week. See if uh, Sting's still crying into his spilt milk. Uh, the, see if the wooden tops are finally over. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a good one. As always, you know, if you want to interact with us at Adjective Pod on Twitter, you know we 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 will put, be putting out tweets all week, as always, with some comical gifs of Sue Guerrero falling over, no doubt, which is possibly our best, most favourite <laughs> gif of the of the moment. We're looking to do some bonus content coming up soon. Uh, just keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, any further business, Mark?
0: There was there was a big question from one of our listeners. I don't know well, if we do give uh, you that. that. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, uh, you know, I'll read it out for you. It's a big one from, uh, I think it was Scottish Juggalo. What are you thinking to this one then? So he asked us, which, ne- which which member of the BWO would have fit in the best with the NWO in 96? Also, which member of the NWO would have fit in worst with the BWO in 2005? That's a big question for that. It's loaded. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if we is... can handle that in a few minutes.
1: That's a thinker. We might have to uh we might have to look into this deeper. Um I'm gonna to have to tweet. I'm gonna to have to tweet the blue meanie because he replies to everything. Um <laughs> might have to tweet Stevie Richards.
0: These are these some research. De-
1: yeah, this is this is a this is a big one. You can't answer a question like this lightly, can you? I'm gonna to have to get the equation board out. <laughs> yeah, we we're, we're right, we're gonna to have to get back to you on that one, Mr. Juggalo. Because I think that's that's too Deep, that's too sort of you know philosophical, something that Kierkegaard or Chomsky would ponder. Dostoevsky, uh, <laughs> not really a philosopher, you know, but uh, is that the, is that the same Fyodor Dostoevsky born 1818? Uh,
0: 18, 18. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um, right, interesting yeah, that yeah. stuff about him when he was uh, when he was in Siberia, wasn't it? It
1: is, yeah, it's really interesting.
0: Um, <laughs> but
1: have you ever thrown a kettle over a pub? <laughs> uh, right. fuck's sake. This is descending into a, into a fucking public enemy match. <laughs> get double We've already got the double screen gimmick going on now.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> right, uh, yeah, we will get back to you on that one, Dan. And there's no further business. I'll say the infamous two words, Nicky Slater. See you later.
3: The preceding podcast gimmick, it was paid for by, look at the
2: adjuncts.